1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Ya, yo, ya, yo, everyone. It's your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, and we have a very special episode of the Yonko table this week. We're going to be reviewing the Castlevania series finale so basically season four the final season of the hit show castlevania oh man this series holds a very special place in my heart but um before we get into it we have fellow supernova toasty in the house to join us with our dissection of the final series finale for castlevania toasty how have you been
0: um hello i've been great thank you i'm happy today um great show great season i'm also disappointed because there's somebody that goes by the name of grandmaster hoop that seems to be missing so y'all better find this boy (laughs) because we lost him (laughs) sometime within the last couple weeks i thought he was supposed to finish this show but you know what you can't run away for too long but going back to the serious thing um i'm excited uh this series uh we've been watching it since the beginning since it started in 2017 i believe And it has been amazing the entire time Uh, Some seasons were better than others Uh, This season in my opinion Was pretty solid And um, it only leaves It leaves enough that way I want more in the future And
1: I know we're going to get
0: more So I'm excited about that
1: that's that's good that's good Uh, just as a as a backtrack uh grandmaster Hoop did try (laughs) to catch up with try uh, is not good
0: enough (laughs) (laughs) because
1: okay like because grandmaster Hoop uh as some of our listeners might know uh toasty and i have been pressuring him to catch up with castlevania he was not caught up with it before season four came out and Season 4 crept up on all of us. Like, we knew it was in May. And then all of a sudden, we get news the day of, oh, Season 4 is out. <laughs> so we're like, oh, man, we we got to double down now. So I think at the time when it dropped, I think Grandmaster was, like, midway through Season 2. And that was on Thursday. Actually,
2: I
0: don't think he even... How did he even started though? I don't remember him starting. I no, remember he him did.
1: Season one. I, he 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 started. He he started from I what know. I remember. He started, and I think he was like at the beginning of season two, and uh, then when the news dropped, he was like maybe halfway through season two. That once the news dropped, that season, the the final season was out already that's when he that's where he was and then as of today when I was catching up with him saying hey man did you finish he was like oh I'm only on episode seven of season three so he tried with the you know he had like what um two three days tops to catch up with all the content so he'll be with us in spirit uh for this dissection this deep dive um but uh i guess yeah overall thoughts uh i thought it was a really great season i thought it was a great way to send off a lot of these characters i love the little um the little moments uh between you know certain individuals which we'll get into later on uh the fight scenes i honestly i felt like there were more fight scenes in this season as compared to season three which i i could be entirely wrong on i'm just going off of like memory from yeah okay they were there um
0: that's because this season had more of little fights compared to season three where whenever the character fought it was a big fight this season was just small fights after small fights after small fights and we did get a couple big fights but yeah overall there were way more fights in the previous season
1: right right and i mean I, I i'm down for that it shows off more of the the animation teams you know skills and showing off how badass these characters can be um so yeah great action uh great uh you know character interactions i mean i, I loved it i loved i love the final season i loved it. I, I cannot come out of there saying oh man they could have done this so much better like no it it was really really good in my opinion um but you know obviously uh you guys that are listening to us we're not going into too many details uh as to what we liked and didn't like uh because we're gonna save that for uh the end along with like an overall score um because right now we're gonna you know go episode by episode because it's one of those things where we haven't done one of these yet where we have a series like netflix that drops everything at once so because usually we do weeklies right we always do like uh Well, Invincible was a special
0: occasion.
1: But, yeah. (laughs) yeah. But Invincible was just
0: because it was out of nowhere. Nobody expected it to be that good.
1: Right. Yeah. So, like, our previous ones, we did, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, episode by episode. And uh, it was more easier because you dissected the episodes, you know, each week. This time, everything drops at once. We at least want to give you our thoughts, a general overview of each episode and, like, you know, how it relates to previous seasons and you know, uh, all the, the, the whole deep dive on each one. So, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy that part of it, but, uh, yeah, let's not waste any more time. Let's go into episode one. So episode one, we open up with Trevor, our good boy, Trevor Belmont and Saifa, uh, kind of going back to what Toasty was saying. Uh, there was a, a little fight scene in the beginning. They're fighting a bunch of little different monsters and, they're doing their flippy tricks, magic tricks, whip tricks, the whole shebang. And then uh towards the end of the fight, we realize what the overarching plot is going to be for this season. And it's that a lot of individual factions in the I guess the night creature world are trying to resurrect Dracula. Yes, uh, the they're, they're, they're trying to resurrect to Dracula.
0: <laughs> clowns, dude, just straight up clowns. They don't know how to keep peace alone. No, everybody's out here plotting. Everybody wants to start their own group because they know if they resurrect Dracula, they will get a special favor. And guess what? None of them succeeded. All of them died in that episode. So if they have stayed at home and minded their own business, killing off a couple humans every night, they would have had a happy life. But no, they wanted to make it big. It a lot of work.
1: <laughs> a lot of these were clown NPCs too. Like uh there was you, you remember that one where, where they went to the church and uh oh, yeah. it was that guy <laughs> he, he had like a, a garbage ass uh like um uh incantations ritual symbol yes. and cypher, she was like, Oh my god, this was terrible. If he was gonna do this, he was gonna fail. Yes. <laughs>
0: They even make fun of and say i wish i could kill you twice because, yes oh, it's like, such a goddamn idiot like leave it alone why do you have to start something that you obviously is punching
1: above your weight class do something i mean else. really it really was and and i mean I, i'm not i'm not a uh castlevania connoisseur of you know the source material but Oh um <laughs> I but I am aware that this is like an ongoing plot thread throughout the um uh the, the 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 Castlevania mythos. There's always some entity or some group or whatever, someone trying to resurrect Dracula. Um and uh, toasty I I don't think you've played these games too much, but it's kind of like Legend of Zelda in a way. Mm. Oh where...
0: yeah. It's every Dracula is set in like a
1: different alternative world, right? yes and no it's more like like, it's more i mean in a way it's i I guess jojo because you're familiar with jojo with jojo it's like uh every jojo is a descendant of the previous jojo which is basically the belmont family and um i guess the zelda part is like you know ganon ganon's like the big baddie of zelda and in every zelda game at least the major ones they're like something some form of ganon's some form of Ganon is always trying to come back. So with Castlevania, it's with Dracula. Some form of Castlevania... Of <laughs> Castlevania. Some form of Dracula is always trying to come back. Whether that's through resurrection or a different dimension or whatever. That's usually, you know, the plot of most of the game. Sometimes you get different ones. Sometimes you get just a, a random vampire or demon or whatever. Just he's the main bad guy instead. But uh, you would
0: think that after getting killed like 50 times, people would realize that Dracula is a clown. It's time to move on and find a new leader. Because but he's the king of the night. A, he's the prince of and darkness. He, and he keeps dying. Y'all better find another prince. <laughs> obviously, he's not up to the job. I'm sure there's a new kid in the block that's willing to prove himself. Do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't speak on them, how how good the storytelling is, with constantly trying to resurrect the same dude over and over again. I haven't played most of the games, but uh, um, that's usually the plot thread.
0: Uh, That reminds me of the Spongebob meme where the people are saying, how many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? (laughs) And the people are the (laughs) Bellbomb family. The (laughs) Bellbomb clan. They're like, oh my god, why does this dude just stay down? (laughs) Oh, I love the young people there
1: we go <laughs> oh my god honestly that's 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 pretty much what it is um this guy just doesn't go down but at least you know it's i, I guess i guess we can kind of um well actually well, well no well we'll we'll save this for um the our our end of episode one uh recap i guess so uh, we, we we get the overarching plot, of what's gonna happen, the resurrection of Dracula. And then we get introduced to Varney Varney of London. Oh god, that was Scottish. <laughs> Varney. The clown,
0: the clown of, of England. Yeah, the clown I, of London.
1: <laughs> listen, I when we first got introduced to this character, I'm like, bro, who is this guy? Like, am I supposed to care? We'll say for we'll say what he is towards the end, but I mean, at the beginning, for the ninety percent of the season, I'm like, dude, why, why do they keep showing this guy? This is so weird. But he had a lot of
0: personality. He was, he was not like the other vampires that were always sulky and crying. This man was having fun. He knew what his goal was, and he was <laughs> happy to do it. So, yes, like this man was like, he was amazing. Let's just go with that.
1: Oh, so, so, so you like, I, I, before the big reveal, did you, were you actually a fan of Varney, Varney of London? A little bit, yeah.
0: He was a brush of uh, fresh air. Uh, you know, he was one of those characters that I thought was a little bit different because I feel a lot of the vampires were a little bit two dimensional. They all had the same attitude. Yeah, human, bad. Uh, we very serious, we
1: good. grand scheme yeah. type of stuff.
0: This guy just seemed like an idiot.
1: He seemed like the kind of
0: guy that just got turned by he, he seemed, you know what? He seemed like the kind of guy I would not be surprised if like the way he got turned by a vampire into a vampire is by tripping on a rock and hitting a vampire by accident on his <laughs> tooth and say, Oh stop. Oops. <laughs> like, oops. Like that's the kind of character I, I saw and I was like, dude, this is amazing. Cause you know for a fact no vampire look at this dude and say, you know what, this guy will make a perfect soldier.
1: No. <laughs> it was I'm...
0: all accident
1: i'm guessing based on the reasons why you liked varney did you not like uh ratko his his russian his russian friend
0: honestly is i didn't like him he was just a stereotypical character uh we sit a lot with every russian i mean at this point i mean i refuse to believe that every russian act like this it's like saying that every
1: american
0: (laughs) is on their way right now eating burger king (laughs) And and one of those little scooters. He had
1: a burger and french fry and hot dog
2: in his hand.
0: (laughs) And every American goes to the store and says, Super size me. But no, like, (laughs) I'm tired of the cliche the Russian dude with that. So it was nothing expected. It was like, oh, another Russian character. Cliche. He's moody. He's calm. He's tired. He has that stereotypical Russian voice. Oh, Great character, man. No, I didn't really like him. Varney
1: so. was the cool one. Varney was the, <laughs> yeah, the star of that
0: group. Different. He had He had personality, and that's what's amazing. He had a personality. While the other vampire was... His entire personality was his accent of being Russian. That makes him no different than any other Russian we have seen in any other type of media.
1: I'll give you that. So,
0: yeah, yeah nothing amazing about that I guy. guess...
1: We'll we'll get into it later, but like I I started to like Varney once I realized who he was and his personality was attached to something way more evil, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, that is yeah, hilarious. That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> that, I, I like that. I like that. We'll we'll get into it for sure. We'll we'll get into it. Um, and then uh episode one it concludes with our boy Alucard. Um, basically getting a, uh, note from a corpse on a horse from a neighboring village saying, Hey man, there's some demons and night creatures coming out to kill us. We need your help. Um, uh, the state we find Alucard in is a pretty shitty state. (laughs) He's not cleaning himself. What is it that he says when he's like, uh, washing his face, uh, in the, in the toilet, the castle toilet or whatever. Oh snap! I actually do not remember what he said. I
0: oh, I remember it, laughing about it, but I do not remember. He he
2: he was oh, washing that's
0: right. himself. I'm turning into a Belmont. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes cause, I'm cause turning Trevor into a always,
1: Belmont.
0: Trevor was always nasty and disgusting. While Aluko was supposed to be the clean upper class citizen, and he slowly started turning into a peasant himself. But. It makes sense of what happened with the man last season. He had his heart broken.
1: He and had his heart broken for the dumbest reasons. The dumbest mean, reasons. It I mean, was
0: it was a dumb reason. Um, and those twins were idiots. Their body deserved to rot in front of the. Uh, oh my castle. god! So uh i guess spoiler alert i mean, i don't know <laughs> no if you're, if you're
1: if you're listening spoilers. to our season four review you better have watched the previous seasons there, yeah, there's no spoilers help. in this
0: yeah i can't help you with that uh but yeah those two really goddamn idiots man like <laughs> all they had to do was wait they had this man on a hug, and they decided to play games and get killed because Ew. they thought that we could get more knowledge. He's hiding from us, like, feb Of course, he's gonna hide from you. He doesn't know you. <laughs> like, what is going on here, dude?
1: But... I I remember I remember when we watched season three initially, uh, like on our own time. Once I finished season three, because you kept telling me, yo, yo, you, uh, you gotta fi- finish season three right now. And when <laughs> <laughs> when I watched it, I'm like, oh my god, did that really happen? I mean.
0: Basic. It that was, was one of the weakest it, it a the weakest. Weak plot line And they could have done it so much better Because I understand that Aluko was lonely after spending weeks Or months he doesn't know Instead of that palace um, And just alone with your thought And just realizing there's nothing else For you to do He had a moment of weakness And those two decided to take advantage of that And they could have done so much more In a way and it sucks because we never even got to know what happened to their home, I guess, country, with the vampires or their home city. Because remember, the only reason they got here is because they were trying to find a way to the, the vampires because they used to be slave, the vampires back in. I'm assuming Japan from where they're from.
2: Right. They're, they were
0: they were servants to Japan. the
1: they were servants to that um that geisha looking one right.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah, they were. And from the map of the world that we see later in the season when um, uh, when I think uh, it was uh, Lorraine and, uh, and Camilla they were looking at a map and she opened a map so the map does look a little bit different than what we used to in the real world but then again that could be just you know uh, they, they're they based in the middle ages so maybe it's not a completely accurate map but those people were from far away they were from what we can assume is a Japan inspired country and we never got to We never got a conclusion to that plot line. And I like that. Because the only reason they came here is because they escaped. So at one point or another in the last season, I expected some of the quote unquote Japanese vampires to come after them. And none of that happened. So
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. It was disappointing. Um, And part of it is we don't get enough episode per season. Which can be a blessing because it forces the characters in the show to stay online and not to have uh, side missions along the way. But at the same time, it also doesn't allow too much development with the characters. There's some, we have something missing now. And hopefully, just maybe they bring it up later in future shows. But um, yeah, that was horrible. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and. Moving from that plot line. It, there's nothing else to say really. I mean, unless you have
1: something to add. No, it's it, more, more so just the Alucard thing in general. Cause this is where we kind of see the shift where with season three, they seem to be gearing more towards an Alucard being the new villain for the next season with, yeah. and and even the setup for it was just dumb. It, it was just, it was comp- like, I remember watching and I'm like, dude, if this is the reason why Alucard becomes evil, this is so stupid. And then we get to season four. It's like none of it ever happened. Like we, we still see the corpses outside <laughs> with the the yeah. the twins, the Asian twins, but like Alucard seems just fine. It's just, he, he got his heart broken he he gets a note from a neighboring village and now he's gonna go help them and you know he 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 feels better now. And now the plot's more so focused on the resurrection of Dracula and everything. So I'm like, oh okay, so something happened in between season three and four with like the behind the scenes stuff, which we have some news <laughs> to get into at the end. But um uh yeah, that just that was definitely like a, a shift that a shift that I noticed. But um uh yeah aside from that that's pretty much that all that happened in season uh, or uh episode one episode two I, I was kind of laughing in the beginning because uh we open up with hector and he's walking around the Carmilla's castle like you know reading books and yeah, opening up the the, the, the little,
0: curtains <laughs> and dropping those little balls things everywhere i'm like dude what is this man plotting like
1: <laughs> he's plotting that that was the part that i liked like regardless of because i was like oh man this dude is like it, i mean i remember where we left him in season three <laughs> and uh uh whether or not you know <laughs> you know what i'm not even gonna get into that <laughs> nah, 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 nah. you know better than that i know better i know better i
0: like my i like my day life i like my job so <laughs> let's not get into that conversation
1: yes yes um but uh yeah the dude looked like he was living i i mean he looked fine he was opening up he the, the curtains
0: he was let... living the life he went from being a prisoner that would butt naked in a dungeon somewhere, need getting a bucket of water torn on him once a week, quote unquote, to serve as a shower. To now walking around and being free, and not minding any care. And I mean, yeah, he he upgraded from the last season. Let's just
1: go with that. He did. He's reading books, doing his own thing. I'm like, okay, all right, you do, you do, you, Hector. I mean, <laughs> I can't, I can't judge exactly. you ma- making the making the most out of a questionable situation um
2: exactly
1: but of course we all know the person that uh makes his living situation questionable uh lenore uh the uh the the diplomatic vampire of carmilla's entourage and um it's kind of odd how they handle this in this season uh where Hector and, you know, L- L- Hector and Lenore, they're basically chatting, like, as if,
0: I mean. They were just friends. It like, they were just, an issue. yeah. It, this is one of the other, this is part of the show this season that was a little bit weak. We fail to you know what happened between the last season and this season. Last season, we all know that Edgar got tricked, and he was practically blinded into becoming "quote unquote" a slave to Lenore.
1: Her pet, and he call, called. She called her. She she called him her pet. I didn't. I didn't turn you exactly. into a slave. You're my pet.
0: Exactly, and it's even um, the way she did it. I guess should have pissed them off, and we understand why he's plotting this season. But it just seems that they went from. It seems that. She, The the way the season started to me, it made it seem that she never turned him into the pet, quote unquote, and it just like it just proceeded to before she bited him with that finger stuff. And I'm like, wait, so y'all friendly, y'all having conversation? You're allowed to walk around the castle. I wish they gave me like a ten minute flashback to let me know what happened. What have you been doing for the last couple weeks, Hector? And we can assume that it's been at least a couple weeks to a couple months depending on how you look at the timeline from the previous season but still like we don't know what happened like we assume at this point that a couple months have passed you living your best life and you went from you being sad that you were turning to a slave or a pet last season to you having a friendly conversation with the person that quote unquote" quote uh, enslaved you which was yeah I mean I don't know like- it was a weird dynamic
1: it was, like, honestly, their, their their dynamic with their relationship in this episode, I just honestly thought it was maybe Hector playing the long game. Like, yeah, he doesn't want to be pissy with uh, Lenore because, uh, you know, she, he's her pet now, and she can do anything and everything to him. Um, but... Like, I, yeah, you know, like I, I don't know if he was faking it. I, like, w- was it like a fake type of thing? Like, okay, I I, I gotta pretend, uh, you know, to I, be playful with her, or was it genuine? I, don't think, I think
0: it was genuine, especially when we see what happened later down the show. He showed that he somehow has some emotional connection with that person, and yeah, I I do think that uh, I don't think it's kind of weird. I think you know what? It might be stuff with Sandra. It might just be that. Oh
1: yeah. I, I know I have that as a note later on. <laughs> it's in Stockholm yeah. Syndrome for sure. It's
0: Stockholm Syndrome, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Now that I thought about it, it's a straight up Stockholm Syndrome. They didn't address it really well on the show, but my man caught it really badly. And I mean, not everybody really would blame it. But let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Um aside from Lenore and uh Hector's conversation, we also get um more of Carmilla. Carmilla's hatred for men (laughs) and people in general she she hates people uh, overall but she hates men specifically (laughs) of course (laughs) and um you know that that hatred for men just turned into her uh her wanting to take everything from men you know their land their castles their property their livestock just just everything she she doesn't care she wants to Steamroll through everyone and uh My she... dad, I
0: want I mean hey you can't blame her with her backstory and this no wonder if you remember correctly uh actor was able to blackmail that other vampire dude into giving him uh giving him like some secrets about Carmella and the castle because he told him you better tell me what you what's going on or I'm gonna tell Carmella what you did with her shoes.
2: So Dude <laughs> <laughs> That's right
1: oh my Obviously. god that could be if so many different things dude so many things and we know for a
0: fact that if this man spilled the beans so fast whatever he did it was not appropriate and we know that if carmilla had figured it out oh man
1: <laughs> the thing is is like because i remember that scene i remember the vampire's eyes like opening wide yes, and i'm post. like dude I, Wait, stop. was his was his <laughs> eyes opening at like the shame of what he did with the shoes or what you, Carmilla's gonna do to him? I do. I think it's both. I think it's both.
0: <laughs> her hatred of men knows no doubt and this man knew he messed up.
1: Oh my god. No, that was that scene was hilarious. I, I do remember that. So so we we do get to see more of uh, Carmilla's ruthlessness or I guess her potential ruthlessness if you steal her shoes and uh, do questionable things with them whatever they may be um but uh yeah that's it with Carmilla and then uh we get introduced to a new character um i i wasn't really a fan of her uh Zamfier. uh this is the um i guess the the one of the royal guards of the royal court from the city yeah. that Dracula leveled in season uh, one.
2: Travis,
0: oh Travis, Travis, I can't remember how to pronounce it. Travis, I know it's on.
2: Is that like a that. title? I
0: know. No, that's the name of the city. It's Travis. Whoa,
1: oh, oh, like I, I, I know. Travisca, Travisca, I, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's a yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking a, about. I know what you're
0: talking about. Yeah, it's a city in that region, Transylvania. So, um, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we get introduced to her and uh, more scenes of, like, uh, Trevor and Sypha fighting, and um, and that's basically it with them two for now. I mean, they're having more deeper conversations on, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what exactly these night creatures are doing to resurrect Dracula. And uh, it seems that Zamfir's introduction was a means to lead them in the direction that will eventually lead them to meet up with you know the final villain of you know the the series at the end so uh that's about it with episode Uh, actually wait uh toasty what did you think about zamphir uh did you were you did you like her
0: i didn't like her she was too dimensional she was a boring character she didn't bring anything to the table she her character but she fought with knives
1: my dude she fought with knives
0: Oh no, not
1: knives. <laughs> or daggers, whatever
0: they are. But <laughs> yeah, like so unique, so inspirational. No, dude, she was a boring character. Um, there was nothing about her that popped out. There was nothing about her that made me want to say, Oh dude, this character's a badass or anything like that because even in the fight that they had, she didn't do anything. Half of the fight the two main characters did. So if she had if she was somewhat equal to them in a way where she was fighting with them and she was able to stand up and do something similar with the vampires that they were fighting, then yeah, but her entire squad got wiped out and she was like, Oh, oh well, they knew what they signed up for. I'm like, my man, um, there is not that many of you people left. So if <laughs> if the entire squad get wiped out, what do you do? That's not a good general. So but I guess then again yeah, she it makes sense. But then again the way she acted it makes sense with what we figure out later in the show
1: yeah that that just added an extra layer of oh not only am i not really invested in this character but she's also psychotic (laughs) okay (laughs) deal all right let's let's go with that (laughs) We'll, we'll we'll talk about it when the reveal happens um but uh aside from that uh we have trevor uh he he got like a little blue um like little rock thing from one of the enemies that he killed or was it an enemy or no it no, wasn't an enemy it was a royal it. guard
0: yeah yeah he found it you know yeah he found it on the royal guard and he later also found the knife uh that turned into i guess the cross or the
1: it's the cross it's the cross yeah
0: but uh, i mean it turns into that weapon i can't remember what it's called um uh, but that thing that she can throw around and bounce like i guess bounce back to enemies uh, we'll just call it a
1: cross it. boomerang
0: a cross boomerang yeah I know there's another term for it, but um, that cross boomerang, he also got that weapon from there. And we didn't figure out what it was until later, but, you know, Trevor is always plotting and he's always prepared for stuff, so...
1: Trevor's um off. Yeah. You know, I felt like, n- now that you mentioned that, I felt like in this season, he was really getting more in touch with his Belmont lineage uh, stuff. Like, yeah, Like, like everything, everything that would happen, whether it was a fight, an item, a new demon, whatever... He would be like, Oh yeah, that the the Belmonts used to talk about this all the time. They're like blah blah blah. I'm like, bro, good on you. I don't you might have done this once or twice in the last seasons, but you're really on your game every episode with your with and, your encyclopedia knowledge.
0: And to be fair, um a lot of the time in the last season we didn't get to see him fight or meet other things. Most of the things that he met were things that we already knew about, like vampires. So there was nothing too crazy. But this season, we were met with a lot of different kind of lore and their universe. And it made sense that he knew what it was because he did mention that he had trained and studied at the Belmont House until he was like a teenager or something close to that. So I'm happy that we were able to see more of the this side of Trevor, to know what he usually went to before we met him in the first season
1: yeah because what, what was it in the earlier seasons he really wasn't even invested in his lineage right yeah like
0: yeah he was not really invested just because um he was just kind of just going with the flow he was tired he was exhausted
1: I a lone wanderer
0: yeah and i'm sure in his night and whenever he met a quote-unquote a monster he was able to just go at it and just beat it easily and most of the monsters that he met in the previous season were, ironically, the humans of Wallachia. But oh, um,
1: who's who's the true them. monster? The <laughs>
0: true monster, right? <laughs> <laughs> the humans were the real monsters in the real, in the early season, but this season, I guess it's because he had a reason to fight. He has the girl with him, uh, Sifia. So for him, he had a reason to, I guess, show up a little bit, uh, Flex. And flex a little bit, and I realized what the weapon is called. It's called Crossley. I can't remember the name, but
1: Crossley. It's, it's a okay. Crossley. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, that's basically all that happens in episode two, episode three, episode three. It oh man, I I really loved episode three, both for two different reasons. the The fight scene that we'll get into, but I liked the um. Oh man, how, how do I word this? I like I liked the quote philosophy of the the I episode. <laughs> and and and, and oh, hold on, hold on. Oh my god! <laughs> I know you and I. I know you and I. We always have these talks where, um, we're all like whether it's a video game, a movie, a show. Whenever like. Uh, a show tries to intro, or like that that that. Whenever that media tries to introduce something like philosophical, we always think like these reviewers are like in their their studies with like their cigar pipes in the the leather yes, chair, the, obviously
0: smelling their own their farts. Ear. Yes, by the fireplace.
1: He's <laughs> like, oh yes, the the metaphysical embodiment of tragedy is really imbued within this character and his archetype. Like you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. I- <laughs> No. Like, I I literally felt like, oh man, am I turning into one of those? Because I really liked episode three, because it was the theme. Oh, this is how it starts. <laughs> is, oh my god, honestly, no. Okay, I'm gonna t- I, I'm, I'm gonna let you know what I thought, and then I'm I, I'm gonna see what you thought of it. Yeah. Um. So so episode three we open up with Isaac. Uh, the last time we left Isaac was uh he he just recently took over that village um in season three in the desert i think right it, it was like a like
0: it a, a desert but it was more of a place where like a savannah i guess in a way because savannah it was still in, right yeah it right. was kind of an open area because we can just assume that they cut off all of the trees as resources but practically uh as a background story if you don't remember that was the city where that there was that magician that lived in the tower and he was practically using everybody in the city has like slave or mind drones, they were. Oh. They, they had no free will. They didn't really explain what he was doing there, but it's it evil. was evil. evil. It was a generic villain. He had a tower somewhere. He wanted to enslave people. There's no reason why he wanted to enslave people, but for the fact that he wanted to enslave people, he was evil for the sake of being evil. And Isaac just happened to come up prominent, and those two clash, and Isaac killed him, and they moved on. But Isaac
2: killed
0: them. They didn't they didn't really move on cuz he stayed in the city to rebuild the entire city.
1: Which which that's that's basically where my uh philosophy <laughs> comes into play. Um it's so Isaac is using these creatures that are made for war, destruction, death. Uh you know, the the night creatures, they're they're demons, they're from hell. And he's using them to rebuild the city that he destroyed when he took it over. And and bury the dead also, and diseases don't spread. And bury the dead for that reason. And um and there's there's a scene where one of the demons I I can't remember if this demon had like a role in the last season because I I think he did because I talked with uh, Grandmaster right before recording this and he said this where he was at in season three he said Isaac was having conversations with like a fly looking demon and i'm like oh is this that same demon honestly Bro, i
2: would need I to go have no back
0: idea, dude. i did yeah grandmaster since you're still watching you should yeah i hope he's able to clarify that next time cuz i do not remember that
1: he said he was talking to a fly demon and this guy right here was a fly like yeah he had, he had the the fly eyes right he had the he had, like, the, the insect... I think
0: that was his name. That was his name, too. Fly Eyes.
1: No, there's no way.
0: I just pulled that out of my ass. Dude, there's no I way. I not. I think that was his name. I kid you not.
1: Fly Eyes. That's what Let it was. Let me look it
0: up right now. Let me look <laughs> it up right now. I will look it up and give you...
1: While you're looking it up, um... Yeah, so... So, basically, uh... This demon, uh, he's having these conversations with Isaac and he's questioning his existence and saying, you know, why are you using these creatures that are made for death and destruction to, uh, you know, rebuild stuff like this is against our nature. And Isaac presents the question of that, like, you know, you guys are tools to be used in the way that I intended you to be used and you only know destruction because that's all you were, that's all you were ever used for. And they and, and and they go into like the the way they you know feed themselves you know because they're saying I um you know I feed on blood and humans and all that stuff and Isaac says why don't you have this blueberry <laughs> and the demon's like no my man I eat flesh and 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 uh and and all that stuff and yeah, I just like my flesh man should be yes he's like my man have a berry have a berry just just shut up and eat it <laughs> and and the demon eats it and he's like may i have another <laughs> i i don't know i thought that yeah. was i thought that was cool that that was a nice uh theme you know you're not you're not destined or born into the you know the state that you're brought into this world you know that's how I, that's and what i got from it i thought it was cool
0: and actually i do remember that guy he was a minor character in the season three um get ready for this uh you want to guess what his name was
1: oh god like wait wait his his human name or his demon no
0: his demon name
1: his demon name uh i know they said it once i know they said it once in season four yeah go
0: His fly eyes (laughs) oh my god i'll keep you that dude fly eyes. that's his name
1: I swear I pulled that, like I, when I said fly eyes, I wasn't even thinking like, I think that was his name. I I just remembered his eyes were like a fly. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna call him fly eyes. Cause I don't remember his name. <laughs>
2: Holy crap.
0: Yes my name, fly eyes was his name. But anyway, let's go back. Uh, in the last season, he was one of the demons that he created in that city when they first got to Italy is Genoa, is that okay. city in the Northwestern of Italy. Um, it was the demon that could speak, and when he called the demon, he was he told the demon, "What is your backstory?" And the demon told him how he was a philosopher, oh. in ancient Greece. And out of nowhere, the Christian became the dominant religion, and they deemed philosophy to be wrong because philosophy teach you, teaches you how to question everything, and you cannot question God. And they capture him, and they told him, "Give up your friends, or we're we gonna kill you." He obviously squeal, but they ended up killing him anyway.
2: Right, that
0: was the demon. He was just a minor demon. If I remember correctly, they spoke in front of a fire. Um, the, like the um, how do you call? it? Isaac had built a fire camp or a campfire in the middle of nowhere after conquering the city, or after he okay. It. I
1: remember. And I remember. He, he
0: just the demon was just hanging around. He was like, "You talk to me. Tell me your backstory." And the demon just sit. Yeah, I was that philosopher and blah blah blah, and he appeared in season six of, um, I mean episode six of season three. For those of you want to go check it out, it was called The Good Dream. But that's what he met okay. the demon. I completely forgot about that guy. But yeah, he
2: Honestly, was that ancient
0: Greek philosopher that betrayed his friend, and he was sentenced to death because he betrayed his friends.
1: Right. Right. Honestly, I. I remember Isaac had a conversation like that. I I just did. I, I honestly don't remember. It was with the 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 fly demon. But now that it makes more sense now because Isaac was more open to having this conversation with this guy because like the demon as as he was like uh, burying the dead, he was like, hey, uh, like he he was talking to another demon, fly eyes. Fly eyes was like, uh, oh hey, I'm gonna go talk to Isaac, and and he went to Isaac and he was like, hey Isaac, can I you know talk with you for a bit and I was just like yeah man here have a berry too while you're at it and they have that' they're, they're kind of having those same conversations that I that I guess they had in season three and every time he ate a berry remember the the guy he, he was getting a flood of memories from yeah. like, his past which life makes
2: sense
0: which like, Greeks he was Greek ate a lot of berry so it right. was interesting I mean I loved it yeah it was interesting to see
1: It was. It was. And, um... And, yeah, that's that's basically what we got with Isaac. You know, more... uh, I guess a little bit with Isaac, we got to see that his character was changing. He wasn't as hell-bent on seeking just blood-soaked revenge on Hector. And the fly-eyes pointed that out to him, too. He's like, hey, man, I noticed that you're changing. Like, there's still a hint of revenge in you, but it's not the way that it was before. And where we pretty much get that version of him, you know, later on. Yeah. And uh, but that's that's like the beginning of Isaac's development for this season. And then uh this oh my god, the rest of this episode, I loved it because I could tell what they drew inspiration from and I freaking loved it. Um I oh God. Do you remember the name of these vampires? I I, I really don't. The the, the, the two female ones that were in love with each other, there was the Butch one. Uh, and you're talking about Morana and Strega. Stri- Morana was the buff one?
0: No, Morana was the smaller one. Strega was the military. Morana was the one that was the economist, the one that handles the money and practically made the plan. And the buff one, Strega, was the military leader. Obviously, okay. Ninor was the diplomat and Carmela was just the head Hunter, the leader of the group
1: the leader yes and they
0: also use the castle that she stole from her previous master that we learn about in season 2 as the base as the base for their uh, operation
1: right right okay so then i okay right so then morana and striga they are you know together right now they're advancing carmilla's plan to take over the region and um there's a scene where some of the villagers say we had enough of this shit that you guys are doing to us. We're gonna stand up and fight and cook them. <laughs> and, cook them. and this is not the day. Honestly, th- this introduced a very cool new lore aspect that we might see more of later on in maybe the spinoff series. But uh, Striga puts on day armor. And that was
0: badass, dude. It was was badass. I saw that and I was like, dude, I wish I had that armor in like other shows or video game, dude. I could see that in like a Monster Hunter uh, video game. And for those of you who don't play Monster Hunter, amazing game. Anybody that says otherwise, you're an idiot.
2: But, yeah,
0: no, (laughs) dude, like I wish I could have that that armor and the latest Monster Hunter game. That would have been amazing, dude. It was sick. I, like, it, yeah, was sick. it was sick. It was an amazing armor. Like, she came out like a badass. The way she was running with it. Well, you know you know she's a, a really big vampire. And for those of you who don't know, that's the sister that's like seven feet tall. And she looks like she weighs like 300 pounds. But it's all muscles. Yes. Yet she was so fast. With the way she was swinging that lane, I was like, Man, nobody Dude, has a chance. She cut a horse in half, <laughs> yes,
1: yes. So, she, cu- yeah. she swung it like it was an, a baton. That j- listen, this was an inspiration from Berserk. I don't care what 100%, anyone
0: I was about to say that I'll say that, yeah,
1: easily, 100%. easily the way the armor was designed the there was a pose that she took where like she's kind of like feral where like she's crouched down and i'm like i know this is not your fighting style i've seen you fight before you don't My fight dude. like this that's but when th- she first put the armor
0: she jumped out and they even <laughs> made a point to zoom in on her i guess where i should be her visor Her, her the visor her vice, Dude. Make
1: it amazing. The sheen, Just right? You're 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 talking about that anime sheen where like do you see the line that comes yes. off when they're moving? Yes.
0: yes. Dude, oh my god, <laughs> oh. some kind of after image. This I wish we saw more of the vampires fighting like this. And we do see a lot of them fighting, but Oh, mean i can't wait for them to do more with this uh series I, you know what yeah but let's keep going
1: <laughs> yes yes let's 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 keep going Th- that was just a badass fight scene easily inspired by berserk everything with the aesthetic the way she fought the way she was one shotting humans the way uh guts one shots demons <laughs> it was it was great it was great um and then uh the there was a little bit of a philosophy Thrown into this part as well, uh, the art of war, oh, of right, course. right, yeah. Um, and how you know they they uh, Striga and Marana they made a point that you know with war there's two there's two sides in opposition fighting each other. But in this sequence there's really not two sides. It's just Carmilla's side, steamrolling through like neighboring lands. Like it, it's conquest. Yeah, it's conquest. Yeah, yeah.
0: it was turned up conquest and. The issue that they made is they don't have the difference with um, a different like um, human conquering another is when a group of human conquer another group. It's easy for you after a while to um, stop any kind of opposition because all you have to do is take the children or the younger population of the country that you uh, conquer and convert them into your religion or your culture by using propaganda or by offering a way out of poverty to those that are adults in that country in exchange of uh, loyalty. However, with the vampires, there's none of that. And they may even made a point to say, um, the lady, Marana, the smaller one, made a point to say to Striga, what are you going to do? You're always going to be at war because there's, those people are always going to fight back because there's no way for you to create a proper country with them they're always gonna view themselves as food and right not even second-class citizen i would say a third or fourth class citizen. dude like literally livestock cattle livestock and they will rebel non-stop and she made a point of saying what are you gonna do because we're struggling right now and we have barely left europe we're still in austria or in italy or whatever poland this area and we're already struggling and maintaining the people. And they even made a point after that to say that the farmers, they realized that they were gonna die. So they say, screw it. Why should I just ban over and take it when I can get up and go out and at least attempt to kill the people that are slaughtering me? Those were just regular farmers. Yeah, and they, they were fighting with
1: pitchforks and... Yeah, uh, like pitchforks, like torches.
0: Yeah, and they said, what happened when we actually faced a real military threat? and i mean that's the issue when you overextend and i love the way they added that into the story because i play a lot of the strategy game or i used to play them way more but in the game that i play i know you heard of those games uh europa Universalis four and crusader king two and three with the third one being the newer one
1: crusader king is bad but uh europa yes Uh, yes of course <laughs> it, takes big, it takes big brain
0: move to play those games big but, brain <laughs> yes my dude <laughs> it's not for the impatient people <laughs> but in that game they make a point that if you overextend you will die it's a mechanic in the game where if you can conquer like let's say that you're the size of a, uh, of florida right If you conquer Georgia, you overextend it because you conquer an area that's like half of your size, if not more. If you conquer way more than Georgia and you go out of your way and conquer Alabama, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, all of those states, at that point, your native country becomes the minority in that empire and you overextend way too much and that causes rebellion. And this is what we saw. It was too small to overextend that fast, but Carmelo was so blinded by hatred that she was just saying people left and right to conquer, instead of conquering little by little, and slowly stabilizing the country. The country was never at peace; it doesn't stabilize more war, war. Blah blah blah. That are,
1: you, are,
0: are, are you are
1: you going to add war tactician to your resume?
0: My dude obviously after playing those games I have to be sure I can lead the US military. Where's my purple heart? Where's my where's my medal of honor? My medal of honor, my dude. You know, I might as well go to the store right now and tell them to give me military discount because I have my medals.
2: Oh, what my serve,
0: my <laughs> Where did you serve, my the console wars.
1: Where did you serve in the console wars?
2: <laughs> I am a veteran. Oh.
1: My man, I served in the, the 5th Brigade, 2nd Battalion of the console <laughs> wars.
2: <laughs> the
0: Florida Division.
1: <laughs> Florida
0: Division.
1: Oh, well, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, th- that was basically it with Morana and uh, Striga. I, they're, they're cool. I like their little banter on war. And then I also like Isaac's banter on uh, destiny and being born into something that you're maybe not cut out to be. Uh, so yeah. that was all cool. Um, episode four, we open up with, uh, Alucard. He's, he went to the, the village that requested his help in episode one. And he, another awesome, great fight scene where he's just fighting these no-name demons and teleporting all over the place. I, I, I love, I love Alucard's fight scene. Yeah,
0: cutting people left and right. This is what we like to see.
1: Exactly, exactly. And then he finds a new love interest, uh, you know, a, a potential love interest, Maybe yeah no and,
0: definitely a love interest
1: yeah definitely. yeah they uh, they're very they like bantering with each other a lot and uh you know it's it's nice I'm like okay he's kind of opening his heart up a bit after the uh, the Japanese twins scenario <laughs> and playing <it's> cool. games <laughs> playing games that's all they do so yeah that was cool I like that um but. That was mostly the intro. Uh, most of this episode was a saint germain a Saint Germain uh, episode um, which
0: is a guy if you remember uh, Belmont and the girl they met him last season in that small village right uh, with the priests where um the vampires that's where they had the final fight where the the priests and the vampires were building up that little tank in the basement of the church. And they were killing up people. They were living in filth. If you remember correctly, there was even a scene uh, when they go inside of the church where the priests were practically sleeping within within reach of where they kiss and shit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) In the the church. And it was something where it was, you could see that there was no moral left in that town. And Saint-Germain just happened to be here again when there's trouble, so... Yeah, He's
1: very conveniently in the places with most trouble, Saint Germain, a small um, town also. <laughs> right, right, and uh, I mean we, we mostly get most of his backstory, um, you know, kind of just going through his life, uh, serving as a uh, multiple different personas, like what was it? like a scholar, alchemist. Uh, he t- was practically t- a trickster. He was right. a
0: trickster. He was a trickster, and I, I'm sure he was a sm- he was a smart guy. But he was a guy that just went from town to town scamming people,
1: serving the royal court who. in every town or city or country, exactly.
0: And you could see, he noticed that he didn't stop, stood too low to serve any, uh, to east. He did not stood too low, he served anybody because there was even a scene where they showed that he was introducing himself to a person and he turned around and in the back. You could see that he was in the royal court, but the court was in uh, disarray, the building. It felt like it was falling apart.
1: It was decaying. Yeah.
0: A, yeah, he made a point of turning around saying, Oh, there's nothing here but I can still make money. So I'm St. Germain, this guy.
1: Right, right. And actually in that I think it's in that same sequence we meet his love interest, who yes. doesn't have a name. I don't think she does, right? Does she have a name yet? I think Lisa. Wasn't that her name? No, Lisa think- was uh Lisa was um Dracula's. Dracula. Lisa uh, Tepes.
0: Dracula?
1: Yes. Uh,
0: honestly, if they mention her name,
1: <laughs> that's another issue. with. This I know season, she did not speak a single go. word. She did not speak a yeah. single word. Like No, she did not. At the, all. the
0: only thing we saw her in really was... Um, was at the beginning when some dude tried to grab her and she beat him up and Saint Germain quickly fell in love and say, "Oh, by the way, my name is this, this, and this. Yeah,
1: do this to me." <laughs>
0: exactly. So, honestly, yeah, I don't remember his name. I don't remember her name, and it sucks because
1: but... we don't get really. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll get into it later, but like we don't really get like a resolution to this character. Like, who is she? Why did she? Like, like basically, it, it shows that yeah. Saint-Germain fell in love with her. They were interested in the uh, Infinite Corridor. And it's basically this, like, realm of, like, you know, multiple doorways to different dimensions, realities, all that stuff. And they were exploring it. And along the way, she just kind of... We don't know if she intentionally just split off from him while in there or if uh, from his perspective he he says that he lost her while she was in there uh but i mean she keeps playing games in a way like i, I don't know man it, it's so it's so weird like i don't know if i missed something in the previous seasons or if there's like if this character is supposed to be now, shrouded dude. in mystery for like future stuff you know
0: no it is weird it is weird like i do know that people say that the we can get we can get to that later what happened at the end uh with him and the girl but for me even then it wasn't good
1: enough because
0: i don't know it just felt like i didn't like that plot line Uh, let's just go with that i did not like it It
1: the the love interest part or the the infinite corridor
0: infinite corridor and the love interest part
1: it was too confusing
0: and i don't mind having a confusing story if you can explain it to me but not create a confusing story and say, "Oh, by the way, it's left to interpretation, my man." Like, good luck with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop with that BS. What happened is that you confuse yourself and you don't know how to explain it to me. So instead <laughs> of appearing like an idiot, you said it's left to interpretation, and now you have a bunch of people fighting online like idiots saying, "I'm right, I'm right, I'm right."
1: While the
0: creator is just <laughs> laughing in the back saying, God
2: it sweet. Oh and my god. <laughs> I I
1: so, feel like I feel like I understood it in season three and I did not anymore with season four.
0: It made uh, it seem that it was equivalent to um I'm not sure if you've ever seen interstellar Have you seen that movie? I have, yeah. Okay, I remember at the end where um uh, the main guy. Uh, is the actor Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, great actor. When he falls into... right? When he falls <laughs> into that dark hole and he goes into the fourth dimension yeah. and he's able to access... It's almost like a tesseract kind of place. I feel that's what the Infinite Corridor is. I feel like it was just like that. Or a better example for those of you who haven't seen that movie, if you watch The Clone Wars... And one of the season, um, the main character he saved Ahsoka using some kind of like alternate universe. Oh album. no,
1: uh, that was in Rebels. In Rebels.
0: That, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, Rebels. I said Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. It seemed to be something equivalent to that, where it's just supposed to be a, a some kind of fourth dimension place where everything is connected. But, right. We that, don't know what it yeah. is really because they may it seem that she's in hell, but she's not really in hell because if she was, he could have saved her the same way he saved a couple people later down the road. But honestly, I have no idea, man. I still am confused. I might need to rewatch that entire season I, again. I think I need and to I watch like
1: season three and four again because that's where this so infinite like corridor is introduced.
0: Yeah, it's something where I have, and it's something where I have to watch it slowly too. I cannot be distracted. It right. has to be something where you're in the perfect Position where You have to watch and be like okay Let me discuss episode with episode with somebody And that's what we have to do to understand And I mean study speaking, I don't feel like we ever need to do that Because Even if they make a sequel About this show The only reason for you to watch those two seasons For that plot line Is if they bring it up in the new show Which I doubt they will
1: I I feel like they will just because the character her thing is not resolved the 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 love it's interest possible. like the, dude possible. we don't have a name I, I i don't know if we missed it but we don't have a name we don't know why she left either. him we don't know like and and, and i mean uh, before we forget she towards the end again towards the end because she kept turning
0: around and look at him as the is closing i'm like what are you doing do you want (laughs) him
1: do you want to save him like what is it say something to him (laughs) like oh man i don't i don't know well we'll get into more of it once saint germain's uh you know plot line is resolved but basically he's told in this episode that uh in order to find his love interest again he has to resurrect dracula and He's gonna be the official way. No, no discount Walmart or Dollar Tree type of stuff in the back of like a church or whatever. He's gonna he's gonna be the official catalyst to resurrect Dracula, uh, and and yeah, bring him back because that's what needs to happen apparently. And that's the the the, the figure in the infinite corridor, the uh, the robed uh, woman. She's telling him that he needs to do that. Um, and then uh. We close off the episode with um Alucard inviting everyone into his castle. or rather the uh Saint Germain makes the proposition that hey, maybe we should invite these people into your castle because it's more defensible than this town that we're in right now. And well, let's uh, leave
0: them outside of the wall in camps because yes, that's how they defend themselves.
1: Because they're the front lines, my man. You can't have Alucard doing everything. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um but yeah. And of course Alucard in this scene he says a very quotable line. I, I love it. He says, uh, God shits in my dinner once again. Oh no. I I really am turning into <laughs> Belmont.
0: <laughs> yes, my dude. Honestly, like I love their He
1: loves it, man. I don't care what anyone says, yeah. they, they love each other, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every time they're around, they're always fighting, even when they first were introduced in season two and they started brawling at that barn because yep. balma, if i remember correctly alico was drawing a picture of his mom and dad on the sand and balma either came in and dissed him for something for no reason and it's for bawling but i don't remember <laughs> what it was but it was something where they just looked at each other and like two wild dogs they just went at each other so uh <laughs> but i love these two
1: characters they're great they are they are great i love them they are. um but uh now we transitioned to episode five halfway there halfway there I, I think we'll get the hang of it like you know summarizing these because i know we're already an hour in and we still oh man we still got a bit to talk about um, um well, but, but to be
0: fair a lot of the metal from you on there we can easily just it's not too much happening really. right right there was because,
1: a pause right that's where like fight scenes started happening and those were really big um but uh with episode five, uh, we're getting more doubts from Lenore. Uh and she's having conversations with Hector saying, you know, uh Carmilla is going crazy. Um, she's being left alone to her thoughts. And I, I think the way she worded it was the last time she spoke with Carmilla was that they were gonna conquer the land from from where they're at right now, uh Austria. to
0: Austria. It was some- to- it was some, it was from Austria to uh, where Venus is. Yeah, Venus. So the right. Bay of Venus or whatever that ocean place is. So Northern Italy. Right. But now...
1: And now, I mean, she says she left her to her thoughts then. And then when she went to confront her to say, you know, what are we doing? Why are we like steamrolling all these neighboring lands? She saw Carmilla's maps and they were maps of the world. Yeah,
0: like, she said we will conquer the world.
1: World complex.
0: And she made a point of saying, "Dude, men have men have taken stuff, taken away stuff from her since she was young, and she got tired of men beating her up. So she decided, you know what? I'm gonna take everything that they own." And right, you could see it all is sad, really, because you understand her point of view. I don't
1: blame her. I don't blame her for having that mentality.
0: yeah, she was an abuse and sexual assault victim by that old vampire dude. And God know what happened before that. And she, it was always a world where somebody was taking advantage of her. And now that she get that piece of pie or a little bit of power, she goes crazy. And we see it all the time, regardless of what it is. Uh, you see it when a group of people are treated badly for a while or a person treated badly. The minute that the table flipped, there's never a scenario where they tell themselves no i can be better they just go straight for revenge because they were so helpless in their entire life that the minute they have a little bit of power they want to just destroy everything around them because that's all they
1: know right right yeah i mean that's literally what's happening with her i i i, yeah. I, I in a way i sympathize with carmilla you know she just didn't come into this world evil as as shit and just wanted to yeah. kill everyone and everything. Um she was molded into what she is. And exactly. I mean let's be honest, the the time period that like she would have been born and raised in, I mean, they did not treat women well at all.
0: They made a point of saying that they were the only vampire female rulers and I mean in terms of large area. They were yeah, they were local female rulers, but in terms of like a big empire or kingdom they were the only one. The, they were the only one and they made a point that uh she made a point to say when at one point they were getting attacked and she asked for help and they all laughed her up that's like, ah, right ha, ha, ha. because said, that that's she what she off.
1: went to dracula's castle for initially yeah,
0: and these yeah they said oh they all laugh at you and they say, oh look at the crazy female ruler what is she gonna do here or what is she doing here so for her she lives in a city where. She even thought herself as somewhat equal, but even when she thought that she was equal to the man, they just laugh at her and she her as a crazy lady.
2: Right. So she right. said,
0: "You know what? I'm tired of this. Time to conquer everything, so that people stop messing with me." And at the same time, be
1: seriously
0: take me seriously, and I don't have to deal with some of these
1: men anymore. That's true. That's true. Yeah, giving her more care. I mean, I I I love Carmilla. I love Carmilla. She's I love her as an antagonist. I, I get her reasoning. I like her character. She's crazy. She's batshit crazy. Yeah. But I like her. I like her. The the same reason why I like Azula from uh from Avatar. Princess I Azula was Azula. a badass bro. Azula oh was a badass. She, she she got crazy. Badass. She got crazy at the end. But I'm like, yo, even even in the crazy more. moments. Yeah. <laughs> she deserves
0: she to win more than Zuko did.
1: She did. She did. Agni Kai. She had that in the bag. <laughs> Oh. the
0: lightning! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> remembering the last That's... fight that they had. Oh, you know what?
2: If you, have, if, if That's I know,
0: I, I know, I know some people because I know they're the new generation that haven't seen Avatar: The Last Ender, Airbender. There's some Netflix. Do yourself a favor. If you've seen Korra, Avatar: The Last Airbender is ten times better, in my opinion. So Those please go watch that. Words. And I know there are some kids that have not seen it Because I heard it recently Because I was, There were a couple kids sitting next to me And they were on Netflix the other day And they are saying, oh yeah, you should watch Avatar The Last Airbender And they were like, yeah, that show's amazing And it it blew my mind that these kids are like 13, 14 And there are age When we were watching this show And they have no idea it exists They have no idea about Aang and the crew So, Uh um
1: yeah, if and they have it way easier now this. because now it's all readily available where oh, we yes. had to wait <laughs> weekly or...
0: Um, I used to watch episode on YouTube or go to that uh, the Walmart uh, YouTube called Daily Motion or something like that. Daily or Motion. <laughs> like watching the episode and the episode would be in the wrong language and the subtitles would be backward. But <laughs> we had to do what we had to do.
1: We had to do what we had to do but hey that we'll probably talk about avatar in depth more on another episode because we still got a lot to say about that um uh episode five we wrap up with uh alucard you know there's more of like a fight scene in the forest you know pretty cool cool stuff uh some dog dies i'm like oh okay That, that that little bastard barking up at a demon i wonder what's gonna happen
0: they crush that dude. That wasn't expected. They crushed
1: that <laughs> Aluc- dog. <laughs> Aluc- yeah. But <laughs> that wasn't expected. <laughs> oh man. But um yeah, they finally make it to Alucard's castle. Um he says, uh, you know, welcome to my home. We get the love interest kind of blushing. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's a love interest. It's it's clear as day now. She's blushing. She has red she has a red shade on her cheeks. She is she is uh in love with this guy.
0: Yes, so of
1: course Um Aside from that, uh, Saifa and Trevor, they're exploring the town to determine, uh, you know, if they're really gonna help the royal court with, uh, Zamfir, and, uh, they're noticing little things, like, and I think you kind of mentioned it earlier, where Saifa, she noticed that the toilet, like, these people are in disarray. This is the city that Dracula destroyed, and they just never recover. What what is it called? Uh,
0: Oh, Targovich.
1: Targovich. I think it's Targovich, yeah. And th- th- this was a city that was leveled by Dracula in season one. And ha- and it has since never recovered. And it's to a point where people are just like not like Saifa says it herself. Like they're not living. They're just kind of going through the motion. They- there's a portion of the city that had the toilet right next to where they cook their food. And where they sleep. And where, <laughs> and they,
0: where sleep. they sleep. It was really within, like, our reach also. So they were editing yes. those priests from the previous
1: season. Yes. It's like you could be laying on a pillow and you rolled your head to one side and boom, you got you got pink eye from doo You fall in.
0: Or you fall in and you drought.
1: <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, just my like those,
0: God. Uh, just like those nobles from, uh, again, random lore, fact, again, but there are a bunch of nobles in the church in Germany in the Middle Ages, where they walk into a church and the floor collapsed and they fall into the latrine uh, below. That's and right. Really that's right. wow They drown and poop. My dude, like kill I, me now. I would I <laughs> not. I would, cannot, not, like
1: this. I would, I would not wish that on like my this. worst enemy. I I could never. I be. would. <laughs> I would. I to- <laughs> oh hell no. Oh my oh. god. But um. Yeah, just, uh, that, uh, it's Saifa and Trevor trying to figure out if they're going to help these people. Um, and they, they ultimately decide to because, you know, they're, they're good people at heart. Um, and, uh, Isaac, Isaac finally making his move. He, he's, he's going to decide to march in on Carmilla's territory and find Hector. So that's how we conclude episode five. And in episode six, we get that invasion! Isaac storming in like a badass! Dude, please tell me you thought that was cool, the way Isaac dived in from the mirror, like, like an anime character.
0: Yes, yes I do, yes. <laughs> Godman came and ready to mess things up. Let's keep it civil, but yeah. Let's keep, keep
2: it civil, PG. yes, from then all the other PG. stuff we
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> Nah,
0: dude, he can't screwed things up. Isaac is the definition of a good character that has happened to be a minority. Um, This is what I love to see in show. You have a good minority character, but it's not about his race or whatever it is. Yes, they make a point to show his race and how he was a slave before, but he doesn't let it define him. Actor is badass because he's a badass Isaac, character. Isaac. Oh, Isaac, I mean isaac is badass because he's a badass character not just because oh my god look at me i am black or blah 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 no he's just a badass character that just happened to be black and i love him he's the poster child for any good and well-built black character so i enjoy this character i
1: i loved him i i i loved him when he was first introduced and I loved him even more towards the end. Exactly. Especially when he, you remember that scene where he burst through the window into like the the castle library? Yes, and he snapped his fingers and all of the guys
0: even came in and slaughtered the vampires that were confused. They were just reading a book saying, yo, what the hell? They were just in the the library. They
1: they were probably studying for their, I don't know, Carmilla University doctorate degree.
2: (laughs) Oh my god. And they were just like,
1: yo, what's going on outside? I'm just reading a book here. And then
2: Isaac comes in
1: slaughters them. Oh man. Oh my god. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Um so uh Isaac and his demons uh being you know, being badasses, slaughtering everyone. There there was a cool-looking demon that had a unique design uh that was like I guess Isaac's personal Guard, it was the one with the wings, and he, he kind of had like a more defined human face. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of remember him, but I don't think
0: we got a name from that.
1: We yes, didn't we get did. a name, it was, it yeah, that
0: important, really. it we just, didn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he was just more so like, okay, this is like a main one that you're gonna be seeing, you know, uh, you know, fighting with Isaac and helping him around everywhere. Um, so Isaac uh, is a badass going up to find Hector he finds Hector oh by the way we, we we didn't even mention this Hector is trying to build like the the hammer right the hammer that Carmilla yeah. wants so that she, so that she can have her own night creatures to you know conquer the rest of the you know the the rest of the world so that's kind of like Hector's plot line trying to build it and uh put it together he eventually does but ultimately it, it doesn't amount to anything because I, uh, yeah. Uh, Isaac yeah Isaac comes
0: he in did. He created one monster and they made a point to show that that monster got slaughtered later on.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So Isaac comes in, he sees Hector and we think this whole time Isaac is on, still on his revenge scheme because that's what he, that's what he, you know, built this army for was to eventually kill or find Hector and kill him because he was the one, he was the one that betrayed Dracula and ultimately caused the domino effect that led to his death. Um, and he confronts Isaac, and he more or less forgives him. And I honestly yeah, wasn't that expecting
0: that. It showed that he's changing. That showed he was not all about revenge and killing. Like he he realized, hey, it's time to move on. And I'm happy he did. Uh, yeah, I'm happy that he did. Yeah, it was it, time to move on
1: like his his care like literally the conversations that he would have with that you know fly eyes and the way he was rebuilding that city I, I i was thinking it too like a little bit i'm like is this really the same guy that still wants to slaughter hector i mean it seems like you kind of learned your lesson my man you kind of moved on and everything so uh but yeah he 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 moved on he learned his lesson and uh he was just there to I guess, uh, tell Hector, you know, man, I, I mean, part of the reason also was that Hector, he was, before, before Isaac even had a chance to, like, really say that he forgave him, Hector already told him, like, listen, man, I, I understand, you know, why you're here, I already made some plans, cause he was conspiring with Varney of London, <laughs> to resurrect Dracula, and some other people, maybe it wasn't Varney, maybe it was Jermaine, I don't know,
0: but. Um, no, it was... Wait,
2: was it no i'm pretty sure it was it was
1: a lot of people funded. where like they would yeah. piggyback off each other and say hey you want to help me resurrect dracula and sometimes they would say yes sometimes they would say no it yes. was yeah it, it was all over the place people trying to you know uh telephone each other with the mirror and say hey man you want to help me with this so but either way i mean hector let isaac know hey man i'm, I'm trying to resurrect dracula so i'm trying to pay for my sins and uh i I also have this uh channel way which is basically like the little balls he was putting into the walls uh in episode two um that's like the little i guess tunnel way that leads to carmilla and it was going to be hector's escape at some point but hector's like hey isaac you can use this to get to carmilla's chambers like just straight away and have at it with her dude and I think the only remaining plot thread that Isaac or yeah, Isaac was saying was like, oh yeah, but she still has control over the night creatures through you. And they kind of did something like I think we even talked about this before where the ring that Hector has on his finger that basically binds him to Lenore. And then because he's binded to Lenore, he's binded to Carmilla and the night creatures and everything. Um, Hector uh, Hector's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Carmilla can control the monsters with this ring that I have. Let me fix that. And he cuts off his finger where the ring is. And I'm like, was that... Re-? I mean, it, it seems like common sense. Like, uh-huh. yeah. But... At the same time, it makes it made sense. Because
0: if he had done it before, he would have gotten killed. Oh, yeah, so, for sure.
1: For sure, yeah. So
0: it was... I feel like maybe they should have just put it around his neck. And then that would have made the situation more difficult because it would have been, oh my God, is he willing to kill himself to stop Carmella from controlling the monsters? Or is the noise going to stop him? Or how is that going to build up? But the man just cut off his finger and was like, oops, that's a flesh wound. Better get that fixed. Ow. Which you "Ow, <laughs> you're like, you're not <laughs> going to die from this, man. You are like... You're one of the smartest people in medieval Europe. I doubt that something that would kill the average person is going to kill you.
1: I honestly thought uh, when when he cut off his finger, I thought Isaac was going to use some black magic. No pun intended. Like, literally black magic. Like, demon magic. (laughs) Demon (laughs) magic. (laughs) Oh, I thought, oh god. I thought <laughs> he so was. You get so This is how you get kids. Explain <laughs> oh my
0: black god. magic to me, my man. <laughs> evil dark, magic? darkness magic. <laughs> I don't so know. Black is darkness and evil. <laughs> oh my it god! Blame nice You.
1: I blame Kingdom Hearts. That's that's the one. That that condition
0: is darkness truly evil?
1: <laughs> is darkness truly evil? You gotta bathe in the light, my man. Oh um, my god. I thought Isaac was going to use like his dagger to like grow back a finger on uh, a demon finger maybe on uh, <laughs> Yeah. I
2: thought
1: the <laughs> on, same thing too. On Hector, I'm like, oh okay, he lost a finger. That's not bad. And uh exactly. and,
2: and,
1: and that's another thing too. Like it kind of goes into what we were saying earlier with like their relationship, Hector and um Lenore because you, I was thinking Lenore was going to be losing her shit at this point because yeah, she 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 knew that carmilla needed to be stopped but like this is an invasion of their home i was thinking like yo lenore if she breaks out of this she might rip you apart dude i mean she she's used him right. as a punching bag before like in, in season yeah. three so question, i i don't know who
0: truly is the Stockholm victim
1: ah who, who is the monster in the cage
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> oh but, my uh, god. Oh um, Yeah,
0: I expected way more from her, but oh well, it was still
1: It was fun. It was so fun. Right. Right. So uh tunnelway leads to um Carmilla's chambers. Carmilla, Carmilla is in a pool of blood, just fending off demons and uh like th- during this whole invasion, during the whole conversation, know, a, a straight badass. A straight badass. And man. badass. A- i'm not sure, i cannot remember if we mentioned that just
0: so we can remind people the reason the demons got to her uh, room and the reason she's fighting alone is because actually the little balls that he was putting into the walls early they form kind of like a cage around her room and the demons can come in but she can't get out
1: yes yes that oh glorious magic that glorious fucking uh forge master magic um so yeah carmilla can't escape it, she's in like a dome a pool of blood you 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 get that one shot of uh, Isaac walking up the stairway as it's a uh, dripping blood yeah, down it's my dude of oh, blood it's such an
0: amazing scene man it like oh
1: beautiful
0: for the scene like this where you know it really shows you how much she was fighting and killing how strong she was
2: she yes. was practicing
0: a one man army
1: the she, time, was. she was fighting alone. Yeah, like, I mean, there was a reason why Hector e- and his eventual plan to escape, he wanted Carmilla caged. He was like, this, 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 this crazy bitch needs to be locked and away. If she I,
0: catch me, if she catch me, it's I'm og- gonna get treated worse than that dude that was doing stuff to her shoes. <laughs> With the shoes, yes.
1: It was gonna yeah. be ogre. Oh my god. But then Then we get the, oh, God, I I loved this fight scene. Hector versus, I mean, I'm sorry, sorry, uh, Isaac versus Carmilla. I thought going in, because this is how they led up to it. I thought Isaac was going to 1v1 Carmilla. I'm like, dude, like, I know you're strong, but Carmilla, (laughs) she's going to rip you apart. You're not going to 1v1 this girl. I know, I know. And, uh... But no, like he he starts off 1v1 kind of. They do that anime run towards each other with like the the trickling on the the water, but the water is blood and they're like charging towards each other. And um they start fighting. Isaac's using his demons. I mean, I loved this fight sequence. It I I I loved it. I loved it. What did you think of it? I think I already know your thoughts on it.
0: It was amazing, dude. The fight was amazing. The way they were fighting was amazing. It was, it was just amazing. It no, that's one thing that Castlevania does well. Their fight scenes are always amazing. Always.
1: They are. There's
0: not, and- a, there's not a single big fight scene in this show that I can say that when it happened, I just got bored. It doesn't happen. And Loki and hikey, if you think Loki comes that out it's June 9th night if you think it's that amazing i mean my man get your brain checked because obviously you have down syndrome and i don't Um, feel oh my god obviously you have some kind of down syndrome and you obviously cannot process information that well uh colors scary uh and i'm not afraid to say that i will say that to anybody uh because those if one thing is that the developers of that show deserve, deserve praise for the way they handle their animation. If you're somebody that deals with animation and you want to see what good animation looks like, watch this show. The way the animation
1: transition is just it's just amazing.
0: It takes a lot of talent and I wish I could do that.
1: I especially to, to choreograph people. it and make it make it make sense cuz cuz there's exactly. some like there's some fight sequences that like it's just chaos on the screen and you can't really tell what's going on
0: exactly and but this one it always makes sense you know what's going on like everything looks great yeah and yeah i once again man i down that hill um this it's a uh, it's really amazing yeah that's that's all we can say There words cannot describe this episode or the fight scene you just have to watch it yourself
1: you really you do just have to
0: Worst case scenario, just looked it up on YouTube: Carmella versus Isaac, Castlevania, season four, fight scene, or just look up the final fight scene from season three, which, which, in my opinion, was really well made. Also,
1: right, right. I mean, yeah, this, I, I Isaac using the demons and using them as shield, and the, the demons coming in and blocking yeah. attacks for him, attacks that exactly. you know that if. If Isaac tried blocking it, he was losing that arm. <laughs> he yes, was.
0: dude, he was good. He was gonna get blown away.
1: Oh man, I, I loved it, I loved it. And then, uh, well, oh God, I-, I I know we're trying to keep this, uh, PG, PG, low key, and high key. Low key comes out June 9th. Uh, but there's a quote from <laughs> Carmilla at the end, and I love this girl went out on her own terms. She realized yeah. she was about to lose she was at death's door and she basically brought her sword to her chest and she was like, what was it? She was like, uh, I am Carmilla of Styria. And fuck you. I win. And uh,
2: <laughs> Yes!
0: Oh. <laughs> Dude. Such a I love. Character, dude. I love. And she love made a point it. to say it to tell us, "I will see you in hell." So we know she's waiting and plotting in hell. Dude. I will see you, you in hell to find
1: me. a way, a a se- uh, 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 a second way to kill you in dude. hell.
0: Exactly.
1: Like and then obviously she kamikaze herself. She impaled herself and she basically blew herself up in that area. I I loved it. I Carmilla, a badass till the very end.
0: Yeah. This amazing character, man.
1: Oh my god, love her, love her. Um, and uh, we, we close off that episode with um, Mar- oh, god, I forgot their names again. Uh, Striga and Morana, right? Yes,
0: Morana and Striga. Morana was the smaller one, Striga was the economist, smaller one. one uh, Striga was the bigger, seven feet tall, uh, big hair, uh, right, hair right, military right, right, right. leader.
1: Right. The berserk so,
2: character.
1: The berserk character. We get these two vampires. They're literally a couple miles out seeing the castle get destroyed. And they felt Carmilla basically kill herself. She's dead. And yeah. they're like, oh, all right. Well, we're gone. <laughs> they, and, they,
0: no, dude, really, that was their plan. Because we forgot to mention that earlier. Their plan was they realized that Carmilla had gone a little bit crazy. They realized, dude, we need to live our own life. And they said, we're going to go west. And um, right. this right. is really interesting. Because, um, let me not bring it up yet. Let's wait until the end. Because something happened at the end of the show. And just remember that. They mentioned they're going to go west. So, west right. of, if you for those of you who have zero geography knowledge, west of Austria, where they were, there's only two countries, really. You could argue Germany, which is kind of like up north of austria but you can say they're technically 3 There's switzerland france and england
2: so wait Those it's, it,
0: it's
1: confirmed that like the inspired area they're in is austria right
2: no
0: it is no styria is a region of austria oh, I know Sty- that, okay, okay 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 syria Styria is a region of austria uh that's actually the region where the original uh family uh that rule um uh, austria i think that they came from that region I can't remember completely, but I'm 90% sure that's where they came from. Uh, the reason I know that is because Crusader King 3, my man, you should play that game. <laughs> yes, but, it, it's in uh,
1: my backlog at some point. Like, it's on Game Pass. Get games, Game Pass. Yeah,
0: it, it, teach, it taught me so much about geography and the smaller region. That's the only reason I know it. It's really a region and um, it's in the eastern portion of Austria, which is located south of Germany they said they're going west which means that they're only going towards switzerland france or england those are the right. three major countries or the two major countries that could go to they're obviously more countries but i want to say france and england are where they're going next if maybe okay. possibly they cut down south they might go towards spain and portugal but i'm betting in england and i'm gonna tell you why later
1: all right all right so we'll save that for the end then um And uh we get uh Hector Stockholm syndrome again with uh you know, he even with uh, even with the ring and Carmilla dealt with, he still has some (laughs) feelings for Lenore and yeah, Stockholm syndrome completely.
2: Yeah. Game later. But yeah. Uh
1: and we end off the episode with a, a very genuine smile from Isaac. And I liked it. I liked it. His his story Concluded, he's happy now, and all that jazz. Yeah. So, that that was episode six. Episode seven. I, I don't really have that many notes on episode seven. I, I maybe you remember more than me, but like the main gist I got from this was um, the royal family is uh, dead. No, from that's
0: absolutely all we got. The royal family is dead, and that is it. That is that was my entire point of episode seven. We realized that okay. the lady, um, can't remember Zamfier. her name anymore where they realized that she was a psycho. And the reason that she did not care her compatriot dad in episode one is because she thought that they, the royal family could bring them back. But one again, once again, this is one of the weaker plot line of the show because we never yeah. met the royal family. We don't know them. We don't know why she thinks they can bring people back, but honestly, all that. I was mean she, she for kind us-
1: of she kind of gave a reason why, but it was like a dumb. It, it was a dumb reason. Like she Oh man, honestly, I can't. remember I-, I know they explained in the in the episode, but I remember when I listened to it, I'm like, "This yeah, is why you think it, you it could bring them back." The,
0: it's the equivalent of you believing that um, the old pharaohs of aegis were descended of gods of Ra and the other gods. That's practically the logic that she gave. She said, "Oh yeah, they have power. They can bring us back." my man, if they can bring you back, why didn't they bring themselves back already? These people are rotten corpses
2: and right, the fact right.
0: that everybody else in that little dungeon is willing to roll with it shows you how crazy they got and I mean it's sad she just thought that I mean again it makes sense um, it was a society where it was a busting city it was the capital of their country and within a day 99% of the capital got wiped out right and Right. the only thing left is death and surviving everyday so In a way, you just want to believe that there is a possibility that everything can be fixed with her. It was the royal family maybe surviving and coming back, which again explained why she didn't care that people died at the beginning. She thought that the royal family could bring them back, but that's all we learned. I mean, this episode was pretty self-explanatory. It was just kind of the low episode after the big fight that we had
1: in the previous episode. So not right, right, and then, um. Yeah, and then I, I would say it was kind of like the the filler episode in a way, right before the big ones, because the next three episodes, ooh, they were, they were good, they were really good. Um, so episode, I mean, yeah, let's let us let us start that one. Episode eight, uh, we have Varney of London. Varney of London, this whole time has been trying to resurrect Dracula, and no one takes him seriously because he's Varney he of London. Like he <laughs> acts like a clown. You act like a clown. You're gonna get treated like a clown. Even even like, his buddy, his Russian buddy Radko, he's not taking him seriously either. He said, "Bro, you're a clown, yeah. my man." Like
0: you're an idiot. Like <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's yeah.
1: there, there's a scene. Uh, basically, Varney and his crew they storm the 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 catacombs where Zamfir and Sifah and Trevor are, and they're basically killing everyone and trying to get to where the royal family, you know, section is. And uh the, the well okay, in, in episode 7, the previous episode, there was a little funny thing where um there was like a like a little river of water and they uh Sypha asked Zamphir, like you have your people with chapped lips, starving or th- thirsty down here. Why don't you give them water? And Zamphir's like, "Oh yeah, we got to use that for holy water to protect us from <laughs> from what might happen if enemies invade and in this episode when they invaded varney he he saw the little river he jumped over it
0: he's like oh stop that's dangerous he's like oh wow
1: i almost (laughs) stepped into that like when 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 we say jumped over like he hopped over it it was not like a giant chasm or river
0: yeah any of us could have made that jump
1: (laughs) Yes, you do not need supernatural abilities. He just hopped over, and he was like, oh, oh man, I could have stepped in that. (laughs) I I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Um, So, yeah, Varney, he's looking for uh, the mirror in the the catacomb so that he could find a portal to Dracula's castle, which uh, that's where the big stuff is happening. Uh, The demons are attacking Alucard's castle. Uh, where St. Germain is as well. And he St. Germain, without Alucard even realizing it, like, I I get the castle is big, but Alucard, I mean, uh, St. Germain makes his way throughout the castle, putting little things here and there, like the little balls. And, um, he makes his way into Alucard's uh, childhood bedroom. And, which, that's the place where, you know, uh, Alucard killed Dracula. Yeah. Um, and he's using that as like a, I guess like a catalyst to resurrect Dracula. So as the fight is going on outside, as people die outside protecting the castle, the souls are getting brought through that little channel he created with the little balls he put throughout the castle into that uh, uh, that bedroom he's in, so that he can, you know, summon Dracula into. Uh, We'll we'll get into what he resurrects uh Dracula in. <laughs> um Yeah buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> and so um actually no 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 we're, we're already here. We're already here. Oh well, my well, god. While I was waiting,
0: I was like, what are you waiting for? Man? Fight as well.
1: You. Let's go. So so basically what the entity told him in uh, an infinite corridor, the the lady in the robes, um, she basically said You need to resurrect Dracula into a Rebus, which a Rebus in this mythos and then the Castlevania lore is basically a hermaphrodite. and The apex of all civilization. The apex. Bro, when they started saying those lines, I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, oh that's like what you said. You said it's the apex, dude. We can't get any better than that. I'm like, bro. The pinnacle. The, the choice of words. They said what you said. They said the pinnacle of alchemy, the ultimate entity. I'm like, bro. What are uh, those producers trying to say? What are they trying to say? But, I mean, what was like the body they were putting? It had like a booby, one booby on it. And, uh, I mean, it, basically, it was a body that was both male and female. Yeah, that's what they
0: said. It was just a body both male and female. And I might as well say right now, the reason they did that is because it was kind of messed up. Uh, they wanted to fuse both the soul of uh, the girl, of Lisa. Dracula, and his wife, Lisa. Where Dracula was going to be in control of the body, but the soul of his wife was going to be inside of him, internally screaming the entire time. Oh my and the God. hope was to drive Dracula crazy. Because he would not be able to go to sleep, because all he could do is hear his wife go crazy. And I'm assuming Dracula would not be able to kill himself either to stop the pain. He would so not be. It was, so it was going to be endless torture. Endless beauty,
1: torture, really. chaos i mean hey man i guess saint germain saint germain even said it too like because alucard noticed it like what was happening and he tried breaking through the barrier he he created but he couldn't because he had to go back and helps you know protect the front lines of the castle uh but like saint germain was like uh he was like uh oh yeah you gaze upon a god and this god is going to have sex again
0: (laughs) i'm like dude to be fair (laughs) he was it was the girl dude it was the girl the no-name girl that he was thirsting of. after he was just he was desperate he was desperate to get
1: her back i lost my shit man i'm like yo uh, at least you have your priorities in in order man (laughs) (laughs) yeah my man was thirsty he was he was exhausted he really really was um Aside from that, uh, we get uh, Ratko, the Russian, uh, versus uh, Trevor Belmont and the Catacombs. Uh, You know, they're fighting. Um, You get some civilians. We know that
0: Ratko hates um, the other vampire guy because he pretended to be weak the entire time. But in reality, he's He's the strongest fighter. Quote, unquote, the strongest vampire fighter. He's been alive for 300 years, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that beautiful stuff.
1: Yeah, he was... I mean, he's OP, apparently. And uh, Trevor takes care of him. Um, you know, he, he uses... Oh, by the way, at this point, Trevor, he, he found, like, more additional little pieces from that little blue rock he found earlier uh, in the season. And he kind of fused it into what you mentioned earlier, the the crossblade. And yeah. so now he has the crossblade all cool and shit, and he could throw it around. And it, it's cool. It's cool. Um, so... Uh, that happens, and uh, basically the episode ends with uh, Varney and Trevor and Saifa jumping through the mirror that's hidden behind the dead royal family. And that's and how they com- get to... Coming out.
0: Com- oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't get to see that scene until the next episode. But, but I'll well jump yeah. re- go into the next episode right now.
1: The right. scene
0: when they jump into the mirror. To pop- Dracula's out- castle. Yeah, they popped out to Dracula's castle next to Adekar that scene was amazing the money shot dude it was the money shot they were all posing like superhero and you could (laughs) see that even alicorn put on a smile because he realized my man i'm not alone anymore my friends are here my best friend i'm not gonna gonna question how they got here all i know is that they're here
1: oh man i loved it i loved it it was it was great them coming in and then, and then we get, like, a fight sequence, like, immediately right then and there. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. It's just, like, the first two seasons. I know. It, God, dude, God bless this show and their fight scene.
0: And honestly, like I mentioned before, there's not much to say about those fight scenes, except you, you've, if you're listening to us, you might say those guys are obviously overhyping this show. It cannot be this good. You just have to watch it. Um. yeah you just have to watch it there's nothing else we can say about those fights except yes. that you have to watch them
1: beautiful beautiful and uh so Varney well okay yeah so they end up next to Alucard Saifa and Trevor Varney having jumped through the portal first he ended up where he was intended to go which was with Saint Germain and we get this crazy ass reveal Toasty What what happens what's the big reveal
0: Verdi, get ready, is death itself. <laughs> Where <laughs> did this come from? Dude, he was playing the the, the log game the, the entire time. He was just messing with people. And, I'm like, dude, death is a clown. This man is the literal Grim Ripper. And he was acting like an idiot the entire time just so he can mess with people. Dude, That's hilarious. I, I love it. it. And again, his plane did make sense, and it goes back to what we said a couple minutes ago. His goal was to imprison Dracula and the body of his wife, and the goal that Dracula goes crazy and start killing people.
1: Which he that would go crazy, with, with what you were it saying was... earlier. Like, two souls trapped in one body, just screaming endlessly.
0: I mean... Yeah, it was going to be horrible, dude. It was going to be horrible for Dracula. And he was gonna go on a rampage killing everybody in the hope that maybe somebody some person kills him but not nah. yeah, yeah yep. it was amazing man it was, <laughs> it was really
1: good it was really good uh, and honestly it, it made me like the character more because i wasn't a fan of him earlier because he was just a clown i'm like okay like w- w- what's what's, what's come on <laughs> i mean he was he was funny but i don't know It just it felt because he was just introduced in this season. It's kind of like because it's the final season. I'm like, okay, do I do I really want to be introduced to a new character that I'm that's not good. attached to yet? Yeah,
2: that's
0: fair. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: But I mean, if if this was necessary to get what we got at the end, I'm okay with it because they basically copy and pasted Varney's personality. Oh, by the way, Varney was also the um the the woman. In, in the black uh yeah the, 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 the yeah the woman in the infinite corridor that told uh this guy saint germain
0: oh uh, saint germain so practically saint germain when he got to the infinite corridor if we missed that he met some lady that told him by the way this is what you need to do to get your wife or we, your said, it. we back. said it oh yeah. yeah there we go and if you do not remember that woman is running i mean she, she does he or she day whatever it is at this point disguise himself as a woman to trick saint germain and guys himself as a man vampire just to mess around with people and cause create chaos. And now he revealed himself as the Green Reaper just so I um, mean because at this point there was no stopping his plan.
1: There yeah. was not. And, and like like basically he just feeds off of death. Like that's his he like yeah. they even acknowledge like he was something that existed since the beginning of Earth. Like he existed. Yeah. And um that's all he does. He just feeds off of death. It's it's a hunger that never like satiates yeah. or satisfies itself. It's just endless. Yeah. And he yeah. knew with Dracula going apeshit with this new body, he was gonna have he, he, he was gonna get fed death on a he, he was going oh, to yeah. get fed death on a on a plate easily.
0: Yeah, and he made a point of saying that if it had happened, there was gonna, he was never gonna go hungry again it was just gonna be amazing he was just yeah so god bless the man he knew what he was going for he knew who the trick so yeah
1: yeah he he uh, reached for the star (laughs) like what i was saying earlier was that i I like that varney's personality was just copy and pasted onto when he transitioned to death because
2: was it, the same cloud
1: it, it was, was the same, same cloud he was swearing up storms making cracking jokes and, and this is dead this is like the this is like the the pinnacle of like evil or evil or you know like where, what we see in mythology and movies and other stuff like you always expect like a serious uh unless you watch billy and mandy but <laughs> yeah, you know, that was
0: another cloud
1: <laughs> that was another cloud <laughs> <laughs> but you know like it was just nice to see that personality on death I'm like okay this is really funny this is you really you
0: know what now that you say Billy and Mendy he reminds me of Grim from that show and, Gr- and whenever Grim got the upper hand for like two minutes over Billy and Mendy that was him right here that is the character so if you guys watch Billy and Mendy and you remember any moment when Grim got an upper hand over those two that was
2: death
1: he him. would laugh he would laugh yeah oh man um so yeah Vardy is death incarnate um and uh so uh right outside the door we get trevor and um uh alucard and sypha getting one final boss rush against the you know like like in an anime before the final villain they have to defeat the I guess kind of the generals. Th- th- these demons had unique designs right before that final fight. Yeah, they
0: were unique, but no name. Again, that's one of the weakness of this season is we got introduced to a lot of things, and we were not reminded of those characters. Um,
1: and yeah, that yeah. was the issue. So um, we, we we see that final boss rush fight. Again, classic. Loved it. And um and then finally we basically get a uh what was it? I think yeah, Saint Germain was actually able to resurrect Dracula, right, and Lisa into that hermaphrodite body.
0: Yeah, and they were going crazy. They were going crazy already. They were like, Absolutely. Dude, what the hell's going on? Like I can't see or I see or blah 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 like they were going crazy.
1: As intended. So, as intended. As
0: intended. Yeah.
1: And uh, how do you call it? Trevor, you know, uh, it's funny because St. Germain's like, Belmont, make yourself useful. Attack this. I'm like, bro, you resurrected this thing. I like how this guy was so invested into committing the most uh, most atrocious thing to practically end humanity. And then after he completed the task, he asked himself, what have I done? I'm like, bro.
0: Oh, man. he's a, he was he was a cliche villain. He does something and he's like, oh no, I messed up. Now there's gonna be deaf. And that I mean if everybody dies, there's no point even bringing my wife back or whatever it is.
1: Like, exactly. Exactly. I yeah, mean, man,
0: he was an idiot, dude. And uh yeah.
1: So go with that. Yeah. So we get uh Trevor finishing off um like he just basically throws the the, the crossblade at the the Hermaphrodite body and it was cool. It was a cool little animation. Uh so that body's destroyed and now it's just death. Death consumed like the key that uh Saint Germain was using to open the infinite corridor and that buffed up his powers. So now he's he has the scythe, he's giant, and now uh, I guess apparently Sypha and Alucard, they were incapacitated. I, well, Saifa wasn't. She was kind of like, you know, go, Tired go, Trevor, out. go.
0: Yeah, remember, they've been fighting for a while too, and that's, after, and all of those things, right. they've been right. fighting nonstop since episode one.
1: Exhausted. And
0: they even made up, they kept making the joke throughout the show that all I need is one year of sleep to recover.
1: Yes, Uh. well, a, a character says that at the end. We'll mention it. He does say that. I, I know what you're talking about. He's an no, But they year. mentioned,
0: but they mentioned it throughout wow the show. Like a lot of right. the characters, whenever they were fighting, they mentioned. It. So it was a running right. joke that they were tired.
1: <laughs> I, I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, but uh, we uh, I mean, th- this doesn't need to be said. The final fight was, uh, to me, it was at least amazing. Um, against death uh Trevor's last stand in quotation marks against him getting a broken arm trying his best you know typical anime stuff but it was just done so well. I, I love this fight against death. I love this fight against death. Um yeah what, what, what did you good. think about there's it?
0: There's no complaint. Dude, I'm gonna keep repeating that for every fight. Um it's a no there's no talk there's no point talking about it. You just have to see it yourself. So. Um <laughs> at this point I feel like where if you're listening I made my point really clear. All of the fights are really well made in this show. You just have to see them yourself. There's there's no explaining it, my man. Like yeah, there's no explaining it. There's what no- we're doing right now is trying to explain uh something crazy like I don't know.
1: We're giving you a best- bastardized version.
0: Idea. It's like trying to explain what Chick-fil-A sandwiches taste like. You don't know until you try it. And oh yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. It's like you trying to explain what that tastes like to somebody that never had chicken. So <laughs> you just have to see it for yourself, and I'm sure you're all going to enjoy it.
1: That is it. Right, right, right. That's true. Um, so that ends, and uh, that's the conclusion of, of episode nine. Trevor beats death. We get that silence at the end. I, I like that. Um, Then episode 10 oh my god the finale where it took us almost uh, an hour and 50 minutes to get to this point
0: honestly this is
1: the issue with this show and Netflix just dropping everything at once
0: yeah it has to be something where uh, in the future we have to break those down because there's so much more that I'm thinking about as we're talking that we could go over but we need to figure out a way to break those down into multiple episodes, my man.
1: Yeah. I guess uh, intentionally this was meant to just be one episode, but uh, yeah, maybe I might split it into two, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see yeah, as good. I'm there's going so through the much. editing process.
2: And
0: again, I'm telling you, like, there's so much more. Like this, this show deserves so much more because there's a lot of things that we... There was so much information that we just cannot go over just because it would take us four or five hours to go over it.
1: Easily. ahead easily
0: like it's such a good show and that's why because
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and the thing is we'll probably get more opportunities to talk about some of that stuff uh you know with the 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 information that we're getting spin-off series with this so that that's good it, this not the end of castlevania but um what happened uh episode 10 uh lenore the lovely lenore uh commits uh sun suicide um she My dude. <laughs> she steps out to the sun cried. Cooks. Everybody i cried. cried i'm like no not I no, no more. she even made a point
0: to say is that is that what is this what you've been raging all about when she saw the sunlight as if she was still teasing and messing around with hector honestly i don't feel like she deserved to die but i understand she wanted to be free so
1: right isaac was gonna keep her cage because I mean, at the end of the day, she's a vampire. Yeah,
0: that like, Them, and, like and, changes, like she kept me saying.
1: Exactly, exactly. That vampires are not keen to to change. Uh, they want things to be constant. So, uh, unfortunately, Lenore uh, passed away. Um, outside of that, Hector is kind is still in in the the castle that they were in. So. I mean, he could do anything with that now. Uh, and actually, I, did, did we get confirmation Isaac, where Isaac went? Is Isaac still there?
0: Still, he was still in the castle. But that's the issue with uh, the season finale. A lot of the things were left, just left. There was nothing. We know that he's in the castle. We know he's around because they made a point of saying that Isaac would not leave, let her go. And, and, he, was and no he's keeping reason. an eye on her. Yeah, there was no reason for her not to leave if Isaac was gone.
1: Right, right.
0: So it's something where Isaac was keeping her in check, so he must have been around. He must have had some kind of protection to keep her around, because remember, this is the vampire whose power is to turn into the bats and fly away.
1: Right, exactly. They must
0: have done something to her to keep her in that one place, and I mean, yeah, it sucks, that. It's such that we did not get complete confirmation of what happened to everybody, especially with Isaac. But again,
1: we have to pray for the sequel. That's for the, that yes. yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so from there, we transition into um, uh, where Alucard and the rest of them are uh, and Saifa. They survived the fight with uh, death. But it's imp- like basically, this part of the episode is implying that Trevor died when he fought um death and i thought he was dead too i'm like oh wow and then and then they made it a point uh what like sypha was pregnant with trevor's uh child and i'm yeah, like
0: because you mentioned it earlier to her when he was like don't name the child Trevor."
1: Trevor,
0: which, which was the original name or uh that's where trevor's name come from but um uh, yeah um uh, it was a sad beginning because you realize Trevor is dead. Um, if, I, if she had not spoken to anybody and they said, I believe, two three weeks. days or two weeks, then we two go weeks. two weeks. he was just alone, like processing this. So, um, yeah, it was really sad. But we did get to see a couple good things. Like Alucor finally got his smile back after the betrayal from the last season. We can see now that um, the kids that are the refugees that came to his castle, the kids are calling him dad. So he shows that he has become somewhat human, that he viewed himself as a monster and he had that conflict the last season. And those new people help him fix that. So I'm happy for him.
1: I am happy for him. Like he's opening up his, uh, his castle and the surrounding land. And uh, they they were going to call it Belmont. Uh, (laughs) Belmont Village or Belmont City, whatever. Belmont. Yeah,
2: there
1: we go. So it was was nice that they were going through all of that and Alucard opening up his heart and his doors and everything. Uh, Unfortunately for Saifa, she lost a good piece of her with Trevor dying. And she said she was going to move on to the caravan. But in a plot twist i did not see coming what what happened what happened yeah, That
0: shriver just came rolling in as if nothing was wrong on the horse the same horse, by the way that bought in the dead guy from the yep. first episode yep. which is crazy because that horse has seen some stuff
1: yeah it and has super- holy crap I'm
0: like dude. i'm saying there's something with that horse watch it dude the next season you're gonna realize it's the main character stuff. Is the vague character (laughs) 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 for all we know? It's a vampire. Actually, no. It cannot be a. It could be a vampire for all we know, because we only seen it in the dark. For all we know, it's a vampire that can shape shift the same way Alucard can shape shift into a wolf. That's going around twisting the cable, the things around. Or I mean, or it's some kind of other entity like that that's just messing around.
1: It could be it could be who knows but that would be kind of weird if it was death bring it back the, the Oh no not
0: death g- specifically not death specifically but another kind of entity like
1: oh, okay. death right. Right. Yeah. right That makes For All sense. we know For all, For all we, we know, know exactly. yeah that horse a horse I mean he played a major role why? that horse played a major role in this uh yeah in why this was around why is it always around <laughs> Exactly
0: around doing some weird things
1: messing around i'm like nah there's something up with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so trevor's alive he's cracking jokes um and uh and, oh and basically he's alive because uh and it, it was a scene that i noticed too uh right when the explosion happened where he he did the killing blow on death there was a a, a camera shot where it showed saint germain like moving like his fingers or something and then and then but like we didn't know what he was doing trevor revealed that you know right before the explosion saint germain sent trevor to like through through the infinite corridor and um basically plopped him off like uh somewhere else yeah it was
0: like they said he was somewhere far away which again is more suspicious with the horse because i'm like my man what are you doing out there
1: (laughs) yeah but, uh, how well, how did the how did it take you two weeks to get to win <laughs> you know exactly. like
0: exactly like somehow you must have left got into trevor and then come back with trevor so there's definitely something up with the horse but uh be, yeah that's old. practically what happened at the end and we got our happy ending
1: we got um, our happy ending they, i think we finally created... won was the last yeah, they create... Whoa.
0: They created the village after the Belmont. Everybody's staying together. Alucard got his new girl. Trevor is back, so Silva doesn't have to leave. They have a new kid, and they're gonna be happy for a while until the next threat come around and destroys that village. So I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see that.
1: Right, right. And I mean, yeah, all the care. I-, I was gonna hate it again because like Saifa was saying, like, oh, I'm gonna move back with my caravan. I'm like, girl, why? why why stay with stay alucard
2: with i know
0: alucard can protect you while you playing games
1: protect you <laughs> and your best friends your best friends yeah. like oh my god but but we we got that at the end we got that at the end trevor and all of them are going to so stay together
0: a, i'm so happy we got a good ending man
1: it was I'm yeah
0: extremely happy that we got a good ending
1: it was well deserved. You got the the infinite like knowledge of Dracula's castle right next door to the the Belmont uh, estate. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, the, set.
1: they're set. They're literally their school and knowledge is infinite at this point. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, that basically concluded the story with uh, Sypha, Trevor, and Alucard. Toasty, what was the the final bit? The the creme de la creme of this episode at the end.
0: Um oh yeah, of course. We see a couple people standing outside of a city somewhere. It's raining. They rush inside, and surprise, surprise, Dracula and his wife are alive. Of course. Yeah. Nobody expected that. And at that point, I thought they were just going to end the show. And that was going to piss me off. But they kept going for a little bit. And they explained that somehow, after their soul got destroyed, when they were put into that hermaphrodite body, they got turned into human. And they woke up in the middle of a field, just like the Terminator,
2: but, but
1: naked, naked,
0: not knowing what happened, how they got there. We don't know how long it's going to stay like that. We don't know if it's permanent we have zero idea but all we know is that they're back and they made a point at the end after doing all that talking useless information they said they were going to go west I'm not sure if you remember the two vampires uh, from the consoles from Styria with Carmilla and Lenore they're also going west then Dracula made a point of saying we're not only going to go west we're going to go to England to a place called Whitby." and I actually looked it up when I was watching the show. There's an abbey, and abbey is like a monastery over there. There's something called Whitby Abbey. That was a building that actually inspired the original Dracula story.
2: So the oh. author saw
0: that building and saw it in that city and wrote the Dracula story. So okay, interesting enough, that was a kind of a nice Easter egg. So if you were a fan of Dracula and the older books, you would have said, oh, snap, they go into that city or that place that inspired the book, which is really cool. So that is ex- really cool. Exactly. So, again, that leads to a lot of things that they do a spin up because eventually those two sisters can meet up Dracula again. And if they notice that Dracula is back, there's a possibility that other people might say, whoa, if Dracula is back, Lenore, Carnola, none of them are truly dead. They can always come back. So I don't they think the last of I don't think we've seen the last of Carmilla. I'm waiting for her to come back.
1: You think we're gonna, gonna see badass.
0: Carmilla again? Dude, she's a badass villain. I think she if she doesn't crawl out of hell herself, somebody's gonna bring her back.
1: She was and badass. Not, she was badass.
0: And I would not be surprised if actor brings uh Lenore back somehow. I would not be surprised.
1: I guess he technically can, but He can in
0: a yeah. way, but we don't know. But right i'm willing to see what they're gonna do with of course the sequel um that's the gonna spinoff show, the spinoff i'm not sure how good the spinoff is gonna be because the reason this show was really good was because the writer um
1: we I might mean, as well touch he, on that yeah he was he was he's an amazing uh, writer Regardless what's what his think, what's somebody, his name his name oh
0: uh, warren ellis He was the writer, lead writer, and producer for this show since season one. He apparently wrote every single episode. He's amazing at what he does. This is why we love this show. However, he's also a clown bastard. (laughs) This man, (laughs) in June of last year, got accused by over 100 women of sexually assaulting them. I don't get it, man. At one point or another, something must have clicked. They need to tell you to stop
1: why can't you just be good at your job and just leave it at why, that and be prayed? Why
0: can't you just be good? No, this dude went around assaulting women's left and right, and newly last year over 60 women formed a group to go after him, and that's not including all of the women that accused him because there's over 100. So obviously the the show distanced himself from him. They did use a script. From this season to write the show and we don't know how much of his script that they use but either way he's not going to be there for the sequel and in a way as bad as bad as it sounds no it's not bad it's sad but he's not going to be involved in the show because the reason the show was good was in part because of him and because it was. Took-
1: I mean, yeah, the writing. The uh, Like, yeah. we gush over the animation and the fight scenes, but the reason why those were hype and amazing, the writing of well, the characters was good.
0: Exactly. And because this man cannot keep his hand to himself, so, I'm kind of afraid for the sequel. I'm not sure how good it's going to be. Because for, yeah. all, for all we know, he was the one keeping it in check. So am I excited for a sequel? Yes. Am I going to go in there with doubt? also yes but yeah it's up to those new writers to prove themselves i refuse to believe that this man is the only capable writer in hollywood there must be somebody out there
2: but, yeah
0: i mean i don't know because
2: so, oh,
0: this is where it sucks because i feel that a lot of the things that we got at the end of the show with the loose ends and stories not being completed Or not getting... Like the the girl,
1: the girlfriend from the Infinite Corridor?
0: Actually, I looked that up. Turn out. People are saying, I need to rewatch that scene. But they're saying that at the end, Saint-Germain fell into the Infinite Corridor with with, uh, Belmont, with Trevor. And he was possibly reunited with the girl. But that's headcanon. I didn't see that. I probably need to go re-see it and watch the... Seen over and over again. I mean, again. if she,
1: if, if he did it with... I mean, if he did that already to Belmont to save him, I guess I can imagine yeah. him doing it to himself, too.
0: Exactly. So, we can assume that he's probably back with her, but again, I don't care much for that character either way, so he can stay gone. But <laughs> the other character, like Isaac and Hector, like, what are they gonna do? Isaac is now the leader of Styria. He has a demon army. What are you gonna do with the demons? are you just gonna rebuild the castle? Are you gonna resettle? Or are you just gonna kill them off?
1: Have them Why fight against go? their nature, dude. Like, uh, have them eat blueberries mine. and, and fruit.
0: Mean, yeah, they eat blueberry and fruit. But like, there's so much more that we could have gotten. Like, man, I'm wondering what's gonna happen. As simple as that. And I know that they're creating the Belmont city. I know that's not gonna have a happy story. And I know for a <laughs> fact that Alucard is gonna live 2,000 years if he wants and everybody else around him is gonna die i'm wondering dude what's gonna happen is alucard gonna break again what's gonna happen to the other character what is the spin-off gonna be about is it gonna be like 10 years into the future or is it gonna be 200 years into the future now you are in the 1800 or whatever it is or 16, will
1: it be a, a prequel
0: or would it be a prequel uh to i don't know dracula or to i don't want to see a prequel with trevor because I like the no, no no so no no I meant
1: like like with another Belmont like in the past or something
0: with another Belmont that's also a possibility a prequel with another Belmont I don't know which character they could go after I know they couldn't go after Dracula because Dra- I don't think Dracula ever said anything really about the Belmont that was too crazy but um, I don't know I'm hoping more of a, a not a not a prequel but a more of a sequel. I feel a sequel would right. work better. Just do you because... want
1: it to just focus on the characters that we have established already? Or do you want like new characters where it's possible the ones that we left off with, they might make like cameos and we'll get to see what happened with want...
0: them? I feel like those characters would built well enough that if they do more, they're gonna ruin those characters. Especially with the change of writers. Um, it's better to just move on, pick new character, but also not do the mistake that they made an avatar with Korra and not tell us what happened with the older characters. I want them to tell us what happened with the older characters.
2: They told us what happened
0: in Korra. My dude, really? What happened to Sokka? He died. (laughs) They just said he died. There was no story with him. Like it was one of those plots I hated with the show. Like, the characters, yeah, we were in a way told, but we were not exactly said what happened. We assume, yeah, Toph got married. She got married twice that we know of. Or she had two different husbands. But apart from that, like, it doesn't matter. Like um, With Castlevania, I'm ready for it, dude. Like I just want to be straight up new characters. New characters, new story. Let us know what happened with the older characters.
1: Yeah, because uh, all we have really is Isaac and Hector. We have Marana and uh, Striga, I think yeah, her name yeah. is. The buff one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And... We
0: have the main crew uh, with their new village.
1: With their new village, right. And we have... Uh, I don't think they're going to pick up with uh, uh, Dracula and Lisa. I feel like their inclusion at the end is just to know, like, oh, they finally got the happy ending they deserved. And
0: and they did say they can always come back. So it's something where Alucard, yeah. we know he can have kids. So for all we know, the sequel could be about Alucard kid and the Belmont kid. And somehow Dracula comes back also. So you can't always make a cameo about that.
1: That's possible. I mean, like we said earlier, the the Castlevania is premised on descendants of the Belmont clan always fighting evil and some form of Dracula or a new evil entity.
0: And what we learned from this season is people don't stop playing games. They keep trying to revive evil. So I'm not evil. Surprised if next season, somebody
1: should revive death. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> they might. They might. They might. And, and um, yeah. That's a good question. What happened
0: if death is dead? What happened to death if he died?
1: Well, they made it a point because, like, I think Trevor even said it during their fight. Like, he's not really death itself. Like, he doesn't dictate death. Um, he more or less is just like an, a spirit that kind of embodies him and he feeds off of it. So they made it a point to make it because like they even said it like, oh, so he's like the Grim Reaper and Trevor kind of gave him like an answer like yes and no. Like he's not the Grim Reaper in the sense that when you die, you're going to see this guy. He's just a spirit, a, a powerful spirit, a very powerful spirit that existed since the dawn of time that feeds off of death. And so, and so his death, it doesn't really like, it's not like in Greek mythology. Like if you kill, uh, like Poseidon, the, the seas are going to rise now.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: And he can always
0: come back. So
1: he can always come back.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. That happens all the time.
0: That could be the villain for the sequel. Death come making his return.
1: It could be. Yeah. It could be. Maybe we'll get Varney the vampire again with that. Gobbled (laughs) up. Um, but yeah, overall, um, I mean that's pretty much yeah. I overall, I mean we we already said it uh in the beginning, but I guess we 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 could give like a numerical score. Uh I I would give this like a solid nine, you know? I a nine out of ten. I I loved it. I, I thought it was a good conclusion characters were sent off the way i expected them to kind of not because it was expected but you know like it, it, they had happy endings it was like they were their character arcs were resolved they got the endings they deserved it wasn't it, to me it didn't feel rushed or just thrown to the side we got ca- or or it, it, it also wasn't left with like a wh- what what do the viewers think that happened you know like like it's not left to interpretation this is how it ended over and done. And I like that. Um, The fight scenes, animation were amazing. Uh, To me, it was better than season three. I thought, like season three, it was good, but like, I felt like it had no direction into like what was the overall plot that they were leading to but then at the end of season three they made it seem like oh, okay yeah we're gonna go with the whole alucard being a villain thing and then in season four they're like no 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 we're sorry about that that plot thread was stupid resurrect dracula that's what we're gonna go with and um yeah a solid yeah. nine out of ten i liked it what did you think
0: i agree I agree. Uh, for me, it was 8.5 to 9, depending on the things that I remember, but I I would say 9 is a pretty good number. I went, um, I went to Shibuya with that. It was a really great season. It did its job. We got our ending. Um, it was not left to interpretation and saying, ooh, we don't know what's going on, blah, 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 but I was left happy, and I'm excited to see the sequel. I can tell you that.
1: Same, same. So many potential ways that they could take it. We'll see. We'll see. But, uh, yeah. um, I would say that wraps up our thoughts uh, on Castlevania Season 4, the series finale. Great series, guys. If you haven't watched it, what are you doing? Why are you listening? Why are you two hours into this and and still
0: haven't seen it? Or if you saw that done, somebody, Grandmaster. But, <laughs> um, yeah, if you saw that done, uh, go watch it. I mean, I don't know. Even if we spoiled it for you, the fight scenes are worth it. So, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Easily, easily. Just fantastic series. Go watch it. And uh, we'll keep you posted if we hear any news with uh, the spinoffs. But... I would say that wraps up this episode of the Yonko Table. I am Dr. Jason. Oh, don't forget, follow social media. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you think in the comments. Subscribe, review. Tell us what was your favorite season. What did you like the most? We would love to hear from you. But as I was saying before, I'm Dr. Jace Attorney and Toasty signing off. Take care, guys.